Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Yo, 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 welcome to Reasonable Wrestling. This is the real, the raw, the uncut, underground, unfiltered, unedited, you guys know the deal, um, underground of podcasting, of professional wrestling podcasting. I'm your host, Chidi, aka CT, aka Chidi Bang, and I'm joined with, you know, my tag team partner, the most high, Chris. Yo, How you doing? Man, I'm bleeping tired. I can tell you that. Yeah, long day. But <clears throat> we um, cannot go a Wednesday without recording. So I'm gonna take a sip of this Jim Bean, which we're sponsored by. Yes, we're sponsored by Jim Bean. Sponsored this week. by Jim Bean this week. A couple weeks ago, it was. It was a uh, Lance, Lance, Lance Crackers and, and Planet Smoothie, <laughs> <laughs> and now we're sponsored by Jim Bean. So, guys, you, you'll see. You know, we're, we're every week. Some, we're we're working, new. man. Y'all we'll don't even it. know we're working. We work. <laughs> we're not getting any money, but we're sponsored somehow, mm-hmm. according to Chris. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, what we got? What we got going on today? Oh shit! It's just <coughs> it's a smoke. Yeah, yeah, smoke take it in. Take it in. Take it in. You know, take it, take care of yourself. Gather yourself. Feel it. And then let's go. Ah, all right. <laughs> Welcome to Reasonable. <laughs> you guys know the show. Y'all know the show, man. It's Reasonable Wrestling. Again, man, we appreciate everybody who follows us, everybody who listens to us, everybody who like subscribes to us. Yeah, for um, real. Catches on Twitter, RW Podcast One, literally everything else, IG, Facebook, all the medias of socialness. Uh, you can follow us and listen to us. Listen to us. Subscribe and listen to us. Yeah, at Reasonable Wrestling and reach Podcast. Out. Reach out to us. Yeah, man. reach out we're, to we're, us. Um, we're, we're more than welcome to chat and uh, just have chop it up. At least I am. I know. Just reach out to our. our I'm, chat. I'm on Twitter all the time with my mm-hmm. username uh, mm-hmm. cmclean89. So yeah, I'm not on Twitter, but hit us up on yeah, our, up our SoundCloud on. or YouTube, and I'm pretty much sure I'll see it. Uh, but, so uh, today we got a. I mean, we got a. We got a busy show. We got, we got our a jam packed show. We got our TLC recap. Uh, we have our high spots, which we normally do. Um, we got our best and worst produced, our best and worst written. Uh, we got our book and black segment. We got a character flashlight for you. Uh-huh. Uh, and we got a special treat for you guys at the end. Um, kind of of um, kind of a thing that a lot of people are doing, but we're going to do it our way. So it's going to be different, yeah. motherfucker. So it's going to be better. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So let's just get into the show. It is uh, late Wednesday night, and we got to get this show out by tomorrow. So uh, let's, let's start off our show, man. Um, TOC recap. Like, listen, 
every other show probably is going to do match per match and, you know, uh, fuck all that. High spots of TLC, all right? High spots. My high spot of TLC was the last hour and a half, which is pretty much majority of all the championship matches. Mm-hmm. Um, apologies to the tag team. Um, Usos, Bar, and New Day, just really tired of seeing y'all fuckers. I think that so that, that was a good was, match, though. It was yeah. a good match, but it, it's just, it's you just, know, bro, it's, 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 it's ran its course. It's ran course, so ran I can't even get excited about it. Yeah. I can't get excited and, about it. And it was it. actually a good match, you know, so it's sad. It but was, It's like, but, it's stale. I mean, yeah. you know. So you know the 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 last half I would say of the show it was like a three hour show per se, uh-huh. but the last half of that show was really exciting. Um, Ronda Rousey really versus good. Nia Jax, um, mm-hmm. that match was really entertaining. That surprised me actually. Um, I mean, the first one was good. So the first I, one was good, but I didn't think this was gonna be. You didn't think and for some reason the first I one doubt, at, money, at money at Money in Bank. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first one, no, the first one at Money Bank I thought was really good. But for some reason, I doubt the pairing of Ronda and uh, and Nia, and I didn't think that was gonna be good. It was better than I thought. And this happened, and I'm like, okay, it was the last one was. I thought that was like maybe like a anomaly. Mm. I'm like, oh, they had a good match. So this time they had an even better match. They got a this is awesome chant, pretty faint, but they got a this is awesome chant from that match. And for the woman on Raw to come and show some heat. To represent for the woman on Raw, I, I, I'm all for it. And for it to have a this is awesome chant with people knowing Ronda's going to go. Like, okay, yeah. we're a reasonable show. We're a logical show. We're not like, oh, man, we want to rock. We know mm-hmm. Ronda, uh, Ronda's probably keeping that title to Mania. Mania. Like, yeah. when she won it, nigga. Yeah, unless, it was like, unless something crazy <laughs> happens where Becky and Charlotte interfere. Yeah, Foster, of course. She's carrying this to Mania. Exactly. So we just wanted to see Ronda improve in the ring. Yeah. We wanted to see to see if Nia was able to kind of improve in the ring. We just gave her character flash like a couple episodes yeah. ago on the show. And we just wanted to see, like CT said, the first pair was really decent. Borderline good. And Alexa kind of took that yeah, match away true. from us. She didn't, we, didn't get a, we didn't get a culmination. We didn't get a, we didn't get a culmination. We didn't get a finish. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we was like, holy bleep. Was, you know, we didn't know Ronda was going to get it at that pay-per-view. We was like, that's a C-level yeah. pay-per-view. You would want Ronda's... Maybe at SummerSlam exactly. or something. Exactly. Yeah. But she she got, she you know... Um, get crowd money in bank. She got... No, no, wait, wait, wait. Was it money in bank? No. Alexa won the money yeah, in the bank and cashed in the cash, money in the bank. Oh, she cashed in on them. Yeah. And, and ruined the... And okay, ruined she some, won it later on. Exactly. So she did Slam. win it at, Summer at SummerSlam. Slam. Yeah. So we was like, damn, Ronda's going to win it at a C-level? She was like, how is Ronda going to lose this match? Yeah. Have a good match and have us yearn for her getting the title by losing the match. Somehow they pulled it so off. They pulled it off. Great writing. Great storytelling. Um, and Ronda got the title and was kind of, has had a kind of a lackluster... Rain. Rain. It's funny, but Ronda is like on TV. I don't really care for her. Mm. But when she's in the ring, I am just glued. Oh, now you know. Now you know how I it am feels. just glued. Now you know how it feels. <laughs> but I just not give a bleep of yeah. what's going on. But you don't be even glued. You don't glue for certain <laughs> matches. Even you'd be like, yo, hey man, like you have your first. You love Seth Rollins one week. And the next week you're like, I'm not gonna watch this Seth Rollins. Bro, match. you know. Okay, so let me tell you why. All right, so let's let's not let's not skip past. Okay, so that was my that was my first good match of the yeah. night. Ronda and Nia. The last half of that match was fantastic. Uh-huh. 
we knew Rhonda was going over. Of course, but, just but they did. Came, yeah, they told the, the story. The sequence, the storytelling. They were tussling. They were real tussling, like for real, for, for real. sure. And Rhonda was like, "Okay, bitch, I can lay some hands too. If you want to try me? <laughs> yeah. If you want to test it, you know what I mean." Yeah. So it was good. It yeah. was good to see that. The next match was Dan Bryan and AJ Styles, which I was definitely uh, uh, wanted to see, even though I just got on a new day at the bar and stuff like that for having repetitive matches. Um, I mean, just AJ bleeping styles and uh-huh. Brian. Yeah, Sorry, if it guys. was another year, because I think we had, <laughs> I think we had so many great matches this year. That match could have been a contender for match of the year, absolute bar none, absolutely. Not with that finish. Not with that finish. Dan Bryan. That's an old school his, finish, though. That's an old school a, like it is old you know, not finish. always going to be a finish with the, with the finisher. Is, that is, I correct. like that though. But if Daniel Bryan's undertoning, I needed undertone. So you mean undertoning? Like if if he's having if he's heelish. I need that small package to come in the form of okay. tight pulling. Nefariously. It, of course. Some way. Of okay. course. Like, yeah, I feel you. Just add some layer onto that because now AJ just lost fair and square. He's well, in the Jay, back of the he line. He just got outsmarted. He just got outmaneuvered. Exactly. And just a rollover, you know? So, yeah, he's in the back of the line. But um, I think that him and AJ, him and AJ got one more match in them uh, going forward. But, yeah, well, that match was phenomenal. No pun intended. So, that was a great match. The downer match in between the time of those two matches in the main event was Seth and Dean. Surprisingly. They were given the same amount of time as AJ and and Daniel. The storyline gave them something to sink their teeth into into the match. And they just had a non-stipulation... Regular slow, in the ring, slow pacing. Oh, they had so many holes. Oh my goodness! Um, I, I just wanted them to pick up the pace because we've seen them go before. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "What the fuck happened here?" I know Dean's a heel. He's probably like, "Yeah, guys, I'm gonna slow the pace down no, and be a be a heel, no. do more holes." Because heels come, do more holes. Seth needs to come fired up. You know what I mean? Like Seth needs to come and fired up, and Seth needs to he needs to pick up the pace. Regardless if he's champion or not, he needs to take the fight to Dean because of the, the, the story. Comment. Exactly. So that was that was my downer for me. And the comment, that was my worst. I have two worst producers. But mm-hmm. I, I think Corey went rogue, so I can't say he was produced to do this. You know what I mean? But... Corey Graves on commentary was kind of unbearable, man. It was. I think it, it was. It had something to do with Renee. Like they, they have some kind of. Um, I, I think it's very hard to uh, tell the commentators to call a match a female because this is the first time it's a female commentator having a um, calling a match that her husband's in. Mm. I think we've seen it another way around, but we had never seen this. She called and matches on Raw before. It For Dean, though? Like, yeah, and, and I it, think, how do you blur the line? Because okay. you know she's on Total Divas. So you can't have her not address Dean. It wasn't Dean. Renee. I don't, I, my thing is, I don't care about Renee or Dean. I don't care about that being told on a storyline. I don't okay, care. Okay, I got you. My thing was Corey. Was Corey this, was what, just, what was it was just so over, like, how are you healing against the heel? You're a heel commentator. Yeah. At, at he was. Point. I think he has a problem with Renee. He had. A, he was getting at Renee. 
really. He's just getting at Renee to talk about Dean in a certain way. There's no and reason went, for him to get at Renee when Renee's been your colleague for what? What is it, three months now? I don't know what he was doing. That's what I'm even, saying. It makes yeah, no sense. Even when, Michael Cole had to be like, hey, Corey, call a match. And I think that came from Vince. Yeah. Uh, that came from somebody. That came from the producer, the agent of the match. Yeah. I think Corey went to, like, they probably gave him little leeway, little guidelines, little, you know, mm-hmm. hey, be it. You're, you're calling. Go yeah. ahead. You're the color guy. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, have your reign. Yeah. Exactly. But when your whole commentary is not calling a match, when it's your, you know, Dean doesn't take showers or, like, you know, I bet he was very soaky in bed or something or whatever. The, like, or like, whatever it was. Or, like that? Or, or, or something on the couch or something. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> bro, like, what is going on? All like, right. you, you know, like. If anything, if anything, if you want to heal against Dean, if anything, you should say he lost the step. Yeah. You can say he lost his passion. You yeah. can say his his line against Roman Reigns was uncalled for. And that's why he's and, this upset. And that's why, it, like, you know, you can say that he's almost upset because of him. He's mad at himself, not really um, Seth. And bring it back to the match. Stop talking about this total divas shit with, with with Renee and taking shots at Dean through Renee. It was it was kind of it was real petty. I'm not sure what the fuck is going on backstage. But yeah, Corey kind of went off. I'm not using backstage. I mean, it probably I wasn't really... backstage, but he was he he went he went rogue on on the, on the mic. But that wasn't the only part of the match. Like that wasn't the only bad thing about that that match. The match was not good either, as we said. It was so slow for two main eventers who honestly should be taking the reins from Roman as the top guys right now. Who honestly should be, but they're not. This match really let me down. I mean, it let everybody down. Yeah, that's not how you get. That's not how you take it from Reigns. I mean? can tell you that. That's not oh how, yeah, that's not. That's no. not how you still. That's not how you steal a show from Reigns. Yeah, absolutely not. That's not how you. That's not how you clamor for Brock to come back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Brock's wrestled both of you guys. Mm-hmm. It's not appealing. You know how many times he's wrestled Roman because he don't mind doing business with the kid. I like Brock and Seth when they link up, but Brock and Dean, I didn't. I mean, I'm not sure what happened there. I mean, but my thing is too. Brock should if Brock's from from him wrestling Seth. Has wrestled AJ and Daniel Bryan, so it's not like he doesn't love working with small guys. Yeah. So if Seth is healthy, and the storyline is presenting itself, like I don't know why business is not being done. And Braun is injured, so maybe business should be done and put Seth in that spot. That's, that's or at least Finn Balor and see what he see, oh, see him get destroyed. Yeah, I mean I'm, uh, I'm willing to see that too. Yeah. Um, and mind you, uh, shout out to Finn Balor and Drew McIntyre. They had a great match. I don't want to go too much into it, but sh- you guys had a pretty good match in the undercard. It, yeah, that that was a really decent match. Uh, what also hindered me was Dolph. Okay, Dolph Dolph involvement in the match didn't bother me. It's what happened after the match. So it just killed the whole match. What? Um, uh, uh, well, the next day. Or, yeah, it was after the match the next day. Like, okay. Dolph, the promo from Dolph and Finn was a continuation from that night. I, yeah. It was the previous night. I was, yeah. right? It was a backstage segment. Yeah. He attacked him after him. Yeah, after he's like, yeah, like, yeah, he's like, y'all need your help. He's yeah. like, I'll do what I want pretty much and attack him. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, it, it just took... What are you doing? Yeah. It took all the heat away from Finn. Ah, whatever. Anyway, we said it wasn't yeah. really too deep. So... Okay, so my, like I said, the last couple, the last, so Ronda and Nia went eleven minutes. New New Day of Ryan and AJ Styles went twenty four minutes. Seth and Dean went twenty four, twenty three minutes, and the the main event, the match of the bleeping year, 
and that's probably no hyperbole. Like, if you go back and watch that match from start to I finish... I mean, there's arguments we the, made. No, from the energy, the storyline, the finish, that match had the complete package. So you're already throwing out your, the, your, your... Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Over here, giving up the, the, the end of our show right now. Um, but for a match of the year, match of the year. Hey, hey I wouldn't argue it. Put it that way. I wouldn't argue that. Um, I think it was incredible, man. Bro, I mean, Becky, Charlotte, Oscar put their fucking bodies on the line like real niggas because they are the f- women version of real niggas. You know what I mean? Like. Oscar got beat the bleep with that fucking. I don't know. Why you did like I say bleep cuss at the same time? I'm fucking retarded. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> what? I've been trying to figure, figure that out for months, Chris. I've been trying to figure that out. Yeah, I've been trying to save myself from cussing, but that shit don't work. But Oscar got beat to shit with that Kindle stick. They, she, she, got, she did the same she, thing to she, Becky and Charlotte. She, she got speared through the fucking. Spirit through the barricade by Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Charlotte took a crazy Yo, fucking yeah. Let's talk about Charlotte. Took a bump. I mean, no, no. Let's not talk about Charlotte because no. Charlotte's not a, Charlotte. Uh, only thing she, she got sat on from a fucking ladder. She didn't get sat on. It was just first of all, what happened? If you let me get to the spot, Charlotte takes the uh, the bump of the night. And my thing is, is that Becky just like bounced off of her. The table didn't give. Ain't shit happened. <laughs> Becky just said boop boop. It just fell down. That you know means mean? that all of Becky's weight is on Charlotte's stomach. That is not an easy spot to take. I'm sorry, bro. Like, you know what's <laughs> not also an easy spot to take? Charlotte, stop doing the fucking moonsault, please. Christ, though. Are you serious? Bro. Stop doing the moonsault. Every one of her, paper One of her most popular... Every, maneuvers. Every it's one of her maneuvers. Okay, it's you, not, so you think it's like a spot that you should do every once in a blue moon? It's a spot that you shouldn't do every match. She doesn't do every match. Bleep off. She does she doesn't, do, she, doesn't every, she doesn't every match that matters, bro. And the past that? two matches that she's had have mattered. This bro, one. she's done it every. Match. Oh my gosh, she doesn't do it every single. She match. even throws the corkscrew moonsault in there sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Cause she's, cause she's, cause she can do that. She's that good. But uh, the match was phenomenal, man. It took uh, us on a ride, and it just kept going and increasing in, in intensity over and over and over again. There are moments where I'm like, oh my god, how are these girls gonna get up from this? You know, earlier, early in the match. Oscar power bombs Charlotte into a table, almost landing her on her back of her head, head and neck, and it doesn't go through the table; it goes to the very like bottom, like eighth of the table, and hits her head over there. It was it looked brutal. 
Rush checked on her immediately. Then you have her getting that sad um, ladder spot from from Becky, where she jumps off and does a leg drop, but she really just sat on Charlotte from who knows how many how many feet up. And then on top of that, she gets beat to hell with that kendo stick by Charlotte too. By so, who? By, by I mean, not sorry, by Oscar. Oscar beat both of them up. I'm saying, yeah, but that's only in retaliation after she beat, like, okay, let's take, let's. And let's, she got right back up to do these spots, like she was. Yeah. What I'm saying is, let's. Alright, all right. you're giving a lot to Charlotte. Like she lost. The, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm saying I'm just appreciating <laughs> no. the spots I'm and what her, her. She Oscar. You want to talk about somebody you got up? Oscar got beat the shit that whole match by Becky and Charlotte just so they can beat the shit out of each other. They got Oscar out of the way so many times, dog. Oscar beat them down from jump from from the bell ring okay. and she beat them up. Well, my thing is okay when they did that spot, Oscar moved out the way. Oscar and Becky goes after it. Mm-hmm. Charlotte comes back. She gets her from that brutal spot of the table spot, and she hits Becky like a few times. Like, nigga, Oscar got, like, birthday licks from that kid <laughs> thing, dog. Like, she was getting murdered. Uh, and then gotta, this, I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to watch it again. spot. Oh, yeah. And she got back up bro, and she speared her. And she carried, came back and yeah. speared her. And then Oscar, like, the excitement and the jubilation and the... Uh, the the just the 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 pure admiration that the fans have mm-hmm. for her yeah. when she was up there and fans kind of realized it and she finally kind of like realized it and it, it's her culmination of her whole year. Yeah, she starts the year off winning the Rumble in January and she ends the year off in December as mm-hmm. as champion. Finally, finally, finally. You know what after I mean? a so, long hard. You know, year of and it's been we, we spent bullshit. some time. We was like, man, what are you doing with Oscar? You know, even teaming up with Naomi. Yeah, you know, I knew it was gonna come as around. A placeholder, but you know, it it was it was a long stretch of time, bro. It was Rumble to December is twelve months. Yeah, it was a long time, and, and we're, we're the, about to hit the Rumble exactly, again. And she, so Oscar's been through and hell she took and high that water. L at Mania. So since she Mania, did. She, she did in April. Uh huh. So like she hasn't really, done really shit since, since, since Mania. Mania. You know, she's done a couple things. She lost to freaking uh, the Iconics. Mm-hmm. You know, she did a whole bunch of bullshit, yeah, and lost to Carmella. Like so, it's 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 been a they completely just went reverse for Oscar after all that time, and like they forgot that she was Oscar until now. But um, I I knew it was gonna come around because Oscar doesn't. She's undeniable when you see her in the ring. You see when you see the presentation. She's undeniably she's, she's, a presence. She's really one of those. So it's just a matter of time. Those people that are that that are produced just ex, you know what I mean? Just Exquisitely. Like, like it's just so done mm-hmm. uh, flawlessly. Like the way the camera follows her down from her entrance. Uh, even uh, when, uh, when we talked about Mania and three um, D, the 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 visual, the VR stuff that yeah. they were doing. It's, it's dope for her, uh, her, 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 her logo, yeah. uh, the lettering of her, of her name when she the comes The lights, like, the colors, it's, it's just so vivid. Her, her outfit, you know? like, it's And then you dope. see her with the, what's, which I know we haven't got to the, the, the finish of the match yet, because the match is that good, but you see her on SmackDown, and she has won the Women's Championship, and it just goes right with 
everything that we're talking about with her presentation. But getting back to the match, yeah, like, like I said, Charlotte won. I mean, sorry, Asuka won. But that was due to none other than Ronda Rousey coming out and tipping over a ladder yeah. with Becky and Charlotte on it. They they fall. They uh, are hurt and taking out. Asuka wins by grabbing the belt. I thought the people were saying that, hey, it took something from Asuka's first title win. And I'm not going to argue that it didn't completely, but I'm okay with it because there's logic in this. There's finally continuity in this. Yes. Yo, they have, what have they, have they set up? Uh, dual brand feuds. They haven't done that in a long time from early on. Like, you'll see it, like, starting, like, maybe Royal Rumble or February. But th- this has been going on since November. So this, this dual brand feud has stemmed them to, now I think we're going to go to WrestleMania. And within the next pay-per-view, Ronda's like, all right, on site. Like, the next time we, we see each other, I'm going to have, I'm going to be on your ass. Charlotte, for, for the shit that you, um for that beat down you gave me at Survivor Series. Becky for that invasion and you try to break my arm. I'm coming for you. Next time it's on site, I'm going to pay back to the bitch. What she say? She said... Uh, she said, pay back to the bitch and I'm the baddest one. Pay back to the bitch and she's the I baddest think one. Trina's the baddest bitch, but let's go ahead. <laughs> shout, shout out Trina. Shout out the, the motherfucking Trina, man. Yo, so... Um, Shit. Yeah, so, so Ronda, you're coming out and doing that. I think it was continuity for once and he's like paying attention they kept doing they, they they had to do that cost um them the title bills heat with them oscar gives we have a feel good moment because oscar we always wanted her to have the belt mm-hmm. so yeah we can talk about how maybe Oscar's it's belt a championship be- pal god, oh, god damn belt it. championship uh i don't work for wwe <laughs> so let me sh- tell you something pumpkin here with the championship <laughs> Not a bell. You put a bell in pen. <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do with a drop? If as, you will, <laughs> as Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it, it, it was a great match, unbelievable. Um, and Oscar won, so it was a feel good moment for the fans too. Um, so with that, uh, we immediately go into Raw, where Ronda's fangs were taken right out of her with that <laughs> brutal ass fucking promo. Christ, though. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Cristo. You know, like, yeah. why, why do they keep a real champion? Oh, God. <laughs> a real champion. <laughs> Who the fuck wrote that promo? Bart Simpson? Motherfucker. Yo, God <laughs> damn. He's a Bart Simpson. <laughs> a, <laughs> real a real champion. Oh, <laughs> uh, she God. don't get that reference. She's too young for Yo, you, man. But with <laughs> Rana, it's just when she's in a ring, it just doesn't. At least it doesn't captivate me. It doesn't captivate me at all. But when she, I mean, when she's in a ring on a mic, let me say that in a segment, when she's having a match, it's a completely different thing. She's a whole takes to a whole nother level. She, every match gets better and better. Yeah, her you know, performance so, is great. Um, she can talk about a real champion, but I would have rather say, "Hey, girls, I told you." And then that's yeah. it. That's you know, it. I told you. And, I, I and, told you it was on site, and last night I proved it. So going forward, if any girls backstage mm-hmm. have beef, mm-hmm. they know that I'm about it. They mm-hmm. just on like not that, not to say about it, but you know, on I'm some on level, it, I mean, that's like, like yeah. the general gist of the promo. So that's how I would have done it at least. So it makes sense. And, and you talk about she can slip in. Okay, a real champion is like this, and a real champion is like that, just to make it. You know, get the fact that she's a champion. She's you know. Going I mean, people don't if you, know if she's if you really wanted that, that ass belt. if you really wanted that line in I there, mean, I'm just saying you could throw it in there. But give her some more swagger. And Ronda, you got to perform it better too. I think Ronda has to. Um, I think she's still awkward on the mic. And 
if she brings that level up, she's a she's a well rounded a superstar. You know, she's a super well. I think if she brings her mic skills up, she's probably more than likely I mean, she's already top ten on the roster. Now. Of course. Right now. Just even. because of notoriety, name power, ring work, mm-hmm. like you know, legitimacy. Um, she's already top ten in the company, but she brings that mic skill up. But you know who's gonna help her? I think Shayna. Shayna basically. Shayna coming up. Shayna got a conference. better yeah. Shayna got a better uh, mic skill yeah. uh, than, than Ronda, I would but say. I, I think yeah. Shayna like I think when we talk about the four horsewomen on the wrestling side, Sasha's a great performer. She's not great on the mic. She's not great on the mic. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I think the best overall performer on the women's four horsewomen between Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte, and Becky is Becky. Becky to you, but me, I think it's definitely Charlotte. I think Becky's definitely better on the mic. Becky right now is better on the mic than Charlotte because she just has that. She's in a she's in a she's in a zone right now. Yo, she's Becky's she's in, in a, a vibe. I'm, in a, I'm about to go she's my CT. She's in a pocket. Yeah, right? she's yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's in a vibe. She got a vibe right now. But Charlotte on a consistent day to day basis, with what she is given delivers every single time, including her ring work. Mm-hmm. And Becky's incredible in ring work too. Mm-hmm. But I'll talk about. I'm going to talk about Charlotte a little bit later. But yeah, she she she's she's killing it right now. So I think that um, I think Shayna coming. But yeah, up, Shayna, I think Shayna might help. What might I think, help yeah. Ronda. And that I think honestly, niggas should be helping her backstage anyways. Like I'm not sure who nobody, she's talking to. But nobody on nobody on the raw roster has that. Mike, yeah, they don't have that. They don't have that. I Mike think Kevin presence. should help her. Kevin Owens. Holy bleep. Kevin Owens come back, by the way. Yeah, shout out to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Zayn. Yeah, shout out to I don't to know that. how they're both coming back. Sami <laughs> had surgery on two shoulders, <laughs> and Kevin Owens had surgery on two knees. <laughs> Them niggas is too out much for, in sync, They were out for, <laughs> what, four months? <laughs> yeah, I they don't went, know, them man. Them niggas went to Germany. Yo, people are on, like, these crazy anabolic shits that has them healing like, like that. John Cena came back from crazy injuries, neck surgery and shit. Like, I don't know how you guys been doing it. Get, come back faster and faster from rehab. Um... But yeah, uh, on Raw, yeah, Ronda had a terrible promo. They're, I think they're going into this um, angle for her and Natalia because Natalia ended up um, winning in the main event in a gauntlet match. Yes. So Ronda and Natalia will have a match next week. I think that that's where um, Natalia should turn on Ronda and set up another match, maybe. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't mind that. So I, I, I think Raw, for the most part, kicked off with something they do all the fucking time, which is a 20-minute fucking talk segment that leads into a match that nobody cares about. Uh, so, Raw was up with Vince McMahon coming back, um, and then he brings out Shane, and then he brings out Stephanie, and then he brings out Triple H, or however fucking order they came out, mm-hmm. and they're like, hey... We're going to switch things up. It's a whole new WWE. While doing the same thing we always do. <laughs> you are the authority now. Bitch, we should have been the authority this entire oh, time. Well, see, that's these things. I don't really necessarily care to be an authority figure. If anybody knows me. You I just can't. come to the show and Listen, check. Yeah. As far okay. No, no, the reason why is because they preach that. They preach that, oh, you guys control things. And, but that's and what every company does. That's, 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 bro, that's what every propaganda. company Propaganda. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Bro, the NFL just had a whole year and a half long thing talking about patriotism. Uh-huh. And the Department of Defense pays to fucking sing the national anthem. 
So let's, you know yeah, what I mean? for like, real. I know, I know, I know. So, I know everybody got an agenda. Everybody got their so, shit. But I'm so, gonna, we're gonna hold them to it. Like you may not, but real fans, like real deep, deep. And you call them marks or whatever real you want to say. Full time marks. Full time marks. <laughs> <laughs> You're a part time mark. I'm a part time mark. Now. <laughs> Hashtag part time mark. But dog. yeah, hey, I'm full time mark because only if I'm in something, I'm in it 100. Mm-hmm. percent If I'm out something, I'm out of it. So if I'm watching wrestling, I'm deep into it. If I'm not. I'm literally never talking about but it. We're lying but we're a lot of people reasonable. No, 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 no. We're not the authority. We're not the No, I was just saying that. Not I, that was hyperbole. I wasn't okay. saying that we're really. Just like Samoans are black. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you meant it, Samoans are black. That's an inside joke, guys. But, Samoans um, are black. And he thinks Samoans are black. They're not. <laughs> but, anyways, um, yeah, so going like with this whole promo they had in the beginning of Raw. I, we all know it's bullshit. God, come on. Look what they did for the rest of the Raw. But the reason why I have a, um, maybe if you want to call it 1% chance of hope, is because I think this this rhetoric they're using is not rhetoric we've heard before. We've used rhetoric of like, we're going to shake things up. We're going to be better. All the reins are bad. They've addressed that in the past. We're going to make them better. But with Fox coming up and with the way they know they got to make ratings for Fox, I think they're taking a little heed that things have to shift drastically. Now, granted, they're bringing up pretty much the scrubs of NXT. They're not trying to do nothing right now that's pretty pretty much drastic. But And the tape raw is blah. What do you mean? Nigga, I read the script. I read the finish. Okay, the tape raw is blah too? Yeah. I haven't read it yet. And I have not. I'll, I'll watch you it live. You'll watch it live. Yeah, so, yeah. I, but what I'm saying is, is that while we're having this conversation in this moment... But that's just two weeks, they, though. But that's what I'm saying. So as they come out on television, I'm taking it with a grain of salt. I feel you. So I'm not on board with, yes, they said, you know. Oh, gonna, listen, I'm not there either. I, I, no, you act like, listen, I'll talk about, listen I was making a point, <laughs> and you just took it as if I was being a mark. I was making a point the other day about how this is parallel to... Um, in the 90s, when the, when the ratings shifted in WCW, it was because of one big moment where Eric Bischoff announced on WCW that uh, Mankind was winning the WWF champion. A, a fan favorite, an underdog, he was winning the WWF championship on Raw. And mind you, they have Nitro on, on TNT, you have Raw on USA, and they're competing at the same hour slots. People all turned to Raw, and they watched Raw, and from that point on, it was history. WWE was in the leadings in, in, in our ratings, and... It changed. What did they do to mankind the following week? Now that they got that ratings bump, what did they do, Chris? I told you they took the title off him. Yeah, they took the title off him. So I was just trying to make a parallel that that is what they do. That is what they do, and, and, and that's why I'm saying and, twenty years know? later, I'm not excited when the same and, Vince McMahon comes out. That's the same Vince McMahon from 1998 mm-hmm. when he comes out in the same authority figure that he was in 1998 and saying the same shit. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be as a wrestling fan, I will be. This don't even want to be out there. But what I'm saying is, as a wrestling fan, I don't. I'm not supposed to get excited until the new year. Mm-hmm. This was the last paper. See, this is the thing difference between you. You you take it as I'm not supposed to be excited. I take it as your show is bad during a you're trying to compete. Your show is bad right now. They're not that's you the should thing, make though. it better. They're and they're not. Though. I know they're not, and we're here to talk about it, and we're t- and and that's my issue. So I'm gonna say, hey, yeah, they're not trying right now. But we're we're also And you're saying it's okay for no, them not to because try. Because we're also no no, I'm not saying that i okay. The logic in this and what I said is that they have competition that is beyond them. 
They're dealing with the NFL. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so what I'm saying is they're never gonna they're never winning against the NFL. The NFL right now can put on shit versus piss. Prime time, nigga. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna pull a better rating than whatever Raw puts I'm not on. saying Raw should compete with the NFL in terms of like let's get higher ratings than a than Monday Night Football. No way in hell am I saying that. I would never come on this podcast and say some blasphemous shit like that. But what I'm trying to say is that just cause Somebody's in the stratosphere, and I'm on land. Doesn't mean I don't want to make it to the mountaintop. You know, I it doesn't mean I don't, I don't want to make it and make myself sharper, sharpen my shit every fucking week and bring it. What I think the problem is is laziness. What I think the problem is is that they don't. I can't say it's laziness because it's also fifty. Bro, we see how hard it is to write. We 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 is what I'm saying is. 52 weeks of prime time slot writing. You'll be 15 segments a year or 15 segments a week for 52 weeks. That's a long You'll time. You'll be. There's a the whole debate about that right now online. And I am on the side of your, I'm on your side. I think it's very, very difficult. I'm a writer too. But you criticize. My point is, I criticize point blank, baseless. No creative writing. It's like if they were trying and they then they, they're trying is showing us Bobby Lashley's ass. If they're trying and they're trying is having forums with Sasha Banks and Bailey every single week, week after week. If they're trying and the thing is to do this ridiculous germaphobe Dean Ambrose, then I think they're lacking creativity. That's my point. If they're, that's what they're coming with. And you're saying that's hard. Yeah, it's hard, nigga. It's your, that's your fucking job. And if you're bringing that product every single week, it's not like they did it for one week and I'm like, oh my God, this show's bad. They do it week after week after week. So at this point, I'm like, you're lazy. Absolutely you're lazy. I hear what you're saying. What I'm saying is there's two sides of a coin. Absolutely. We say that about Raw, but the very next night on SmackDown, it's the complete opposite. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, is that I just think the competency of people on, like the shows are split. Okay. Yeah, different writers, different, different teams. Different writers, different teams. Different production staff. Diff- yeah, everything. There's different eyeballs. Yeah. There are different eyes that are on SmackDown than there are on Raw. It's about 500,000. Mm-hmm. True. So, you yeah. know what I mean? So... Raw just picks up a lot more steam and has a lot more corporate sponsorships. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, I think too, and not to be super business, but I mean, let's just go into our business and logic yeah. segment. Now, I just honestly think, man, like USA puts no pressure on them. Okay. Because they don't really, yeah, they don't U- really. USA, this is, you got to understand, Raw is probably U.S., not probably, I can probably, you know, I don't have the facts they're in comfortable. front of me. They're comfortable. Raw is the highest rating show on their network, period. Mm-hmm. Like, Law and Orders, this is the Chrisley's knows best. Yeah, without uh, Raw, USA is trash. It's, it's nothing. It's, it's nothing, nothing to sustain Big them. enough, yeah. So at this time, what they need is a hit show. But, have, I mean, but they've had hit shows that are not hit, hit, hit. No, I mean, Psych and fucking yeah. uh, Mr. Robot uh, was good. I, 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 Mr. Robot, but still, like that's the only 
that Mr. Robot's probably not even beating live PD. Shout out to my nigga Biff Lawson. <laughs> like, you, just to be honest, yeah. like if you put Psycho on or, or what was the the um, Monk? I used to love my grandma and love, used to love Monk. Okay, but I can tell you that is more TVs watching Raw. That day, that's why I think you say it has a different um, target audience. I think they're they're more family oriented, and for WWE, they need to take a risk and go somewhere. But no, you can't. Okay, okay. So back to the okay. Business. No, no, no. So you know, business. Business. yeah, you're so right. You're right. You're right. No, no. I, so, I, I wasn't thinking they have to be family oriented. <laughs> they have to be family oriented. But I think they got to take a risk and go somewhere where they can still be family oriented, well, but not Fox, to the point where they can push it. the envelope a little bit more. I, I think Fox will be, that's why. I'm not saying they got to go to fucking That's why, that's why I think Fox Spike though. TV again. No, I'm saying we. So being on cable television or basic television, you have a little bit more, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, a little bit more, um, Leeway? I would say leeway, especially with Fox giving them the slot that they're giving them. Friday night, prime time at, what, 8, I think it is, SmackDown's coming on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you need audiences. You need, you you mentioned that Fox wants them to, what, give them a 3 every week? Yeah, they want 3.0 in the ratings. You're going to have to show a titty or something. (laughs) (laughs) They ain't showing no titties. I'm a damn sure. And this Me Too movement, and this, there's no way. Listen, Bobby Ashley Ash ain't going to get that ass, nigga. You're going to have to show a nipple or something. Yeah, no. For no, real. But, no, but realistically, I think that the change that you want to see, as a wrestling fan, I understand that because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an instant gratification when you watch. Yeah. You need instant gratification in your storytelling. But business-wise, it's such a long form. Mm-hmm. So I think that the change that you want to see coming will happen in the next 10, 10 and 11 months because they have to get things in order. Mm-hmm. They have to get people healthy, for one, two, or shit, whatever I just meant yeah. to say. And they also have to go ahead and 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 rev it up. Yeah. So you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Once it comes, absolutely. So right my now, so, my whole thing is they're making it a big deal. They're trying to make it as if it's a a monumental shift. When they did like oh the ratings is bad on TV and they said things before in the past they didn't act like it was a monumental shift in their culture. They didn't make and they're saying there's no more GMs. Just gonna it's gonna be McMahon's and whatnot on controlling the show. That's what I'm they're, saying. They're, it's the same thing. But here's the thing, though. They're not controlling the show. Like, if you watch the way they're, they're, they're not characters. They're making themselves like, all right, they're characters, but they're characters that are running a show rather than characters that are influencing the show and having storylines and plots and shit. The way that it's seen so far, they took Shane out of this whole thing with The Miz on SmackDown. Uh, this man didn't do anything that's, like, McMahon-like. That he just does, he just, you know, Mr. McMahon, the owner. So I'm, I'm, I'm seeing... And the way they're, the way they're, it's, an, it's the way they're saying it. It's, the, it's the, verba- the verbiage of how they're saying it this time. And maybe I'm being naive, but I think that they mean, and I think they're taking, um, not they're taking the fans' opinion or something. I think that they're, they're taking note of the poor ratings of the past couple of weeks, of the um, general um, influence and voice around on Twitter or online about the negative product for months. I think they've heard it. And I think when you hear something and you own a business, you're not like, all right, people are talking shit about my product, and I see proof in ratings, I'm not going to change anything. But, I mean, again, r- ratings is like stock, bro. It's fickle. It's fickle. 
WWE stock was at $100 a share at one point in time, and then it dropped to $65, something. and everybody was like, holy bleep. Let me it's still $65. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. I mean? yeah, so, yeah. Let me ask you something, though. Do you think that Vince McMahon, the guy who's obsessed with ratings, you think that Vince McMahon wants his product's ratings to keep going down to the lowest point it's ever been? Do you think that his ego wants that? No. Bro, we've had this conversation where it was the lowest it's ever been the last time it was the lowest it's ever been. That was like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. I'm like, saying this point right now. At this point right now, no, because wrestling is the most profitable it's ever been in the entire time wrestling hey, has been hey, wrestling. Hey, it's easy to take the foot off the gas when you got that billion from Saudi Arabia and, and get that money. But that money's going to run out, dude. That money's not going to run out, dude. He's been owning WWE since 19 Does months. he... Do you, uh, do you think Vince McMahon wants to grow WWE? If you do or don't, he's if, you think, if you think he's good right he's now, all right, so you think he's good right now, bro? He's good. I'm telling you that Vince, up PT. I'm telling you oh that Vince McMahon is not that guy. They're who opening up PCs in fucking different countries. That's my fucking point. So no, he's not taking us off the gas. What are you talking about? Who gives a fuck about ratings when they're going to? China. That's putting, my point. Like, what are, they don't all right, give a all fuck. Right, all right, you, you're, you're missing the entire, entire no, point. Not, I'm not. Yeah, you are. You are. I think the point that I'm trying to make to you is that he's expanding right now. So he's not in the mindset of not caring about what the product, the freaking core product. You know, like uh, if you want to say that the PCs in fucking China are going to make money. Yes, they're going to make the money that the, that Raw's going to make or SmackDown's going to make. If you don't focus on the main show, it's not gonna. They're not gonna be a WWE. What? So, so my point is, oh and I'm not God. saying that's gonna disappear tomorrow. You're acting like I'm saying that this Raw's. I'm saying these these effects of ratings are not things you ignore. People said that in 2013, and he got a fucking billion dollars, dude. Dude, dude. It's, Jesus it's not Christ! You ignore when CM you, Punk let people say Russell was gonna be done. Right. When Daniel Bryan left, right. like who's gonna take the spot? Like people are profitable. This thing is profitable. That's not what I'm saying. It's not, I'm not saying you act like I'm saying it's not profitable, dude. My point is that Vince wants to keep going, and to keep going, you have to have a product that is valuable and very appealing to people. That's what I'm trying to say. What I'm so saying is appealing what, to people if it's in different countries, CT. It's appealing to people when it's in right. different countries. It's appealing when right. you're going to Saudi all Arabia right. That's two today. times in the next ten That's two times today. in the next ten years. That's today. So no, it's told, 10 so years. That's today. It's 10 My years. My point is that's today in terms of he is appealing to people right now and we're getting money right now. It's My 10 point years. is if you see the ratings continue to go, and maybe you think that it's not at the point where, because listen, if you want to, if people are going to be showing Bobby Lashley's ass every single week, you think that people are going to tune in for that every single week. And, and, and maybe you think differently. Maybe you agree, like, yeah, the people will just tune in because they're just drones, they're, they're, they're sheep. Bro, the but my point is, is that ratings, eventually people do. Man. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. Where do you think the ratings come? Where do you think the, the business comes from? Live events, merchandise, not so, fucking so, TV so, so, ratings. So they don't need a show anymore. Bro, we're cutting fucking cable. You watch Raw through an illegal source. We don't fucking pay for cable to watch um, it. What's your they point? Don't, we don't, they don't get our ratings. So ratings don't give a fuck. That has nothing oh to do with what I'm saying. It does. What I'm telling you is ratings is not the biggest source of income. That's not my point. Company. My point is that's... Like, your product stems from your show. What do you not get? You can't make merch on a wrestler if you don't see him on a TV show and that's an appealing TV show. Yes, you can, You can't man. get more eyes on a ricochet Curtis, if Curtis the ratings go down. fucking merch, dog. Oh, my. That's not my fucking point. My point is that you cannot get more eyes on a wrestler to sell that merch, said merch, if 
people's eyes are going down. If you want to get the most out of that merch, if you want to say that merch makes the most money, well, shit, you still need to have a good show. That's my point. Or you can do live events and be like fucking New Japan and just go to They're California. They're not going to do that. And they make money. So what's the thing? And they do it on, with no TV. And they do it with just an online streaming service of 999 and fucking Japanese that I can't read. So people make... Wrestling makes money regardless. My point is that WWE's not, not going to not make money. Like, you're, 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 not, you're not understanding. But let's because move on. Yeah, let's you're move not on. being clear in your point. Be concise in the points that you're making. You're I talking about did. two sides of your mouth. You're saying that they're not profitable and they are profitable. You're saying ratings is the course of their making money. When did I say it, that they're not profitable? Do I, I, when, I play, when I replay the show, I'll replay the show and you say how you talk right. about WWE and Vince McMahon and their ratings and the money. What I'm telling you is Vince McMahon and how he's coming at the show and presenting the show it has nothing to do with ratings at this point. Him coming back on screen and saying the verbiage that he's doing has nothing to do. Mm-hmm. It has a, it has inklings to do with the ratings. He's going to get a ratings. So what pop. does it have to do? He's going to get a ratings pop, of course. If it's down to two point one and he was just at two point five, mm-hmm. he's going to do a ratings pop. So why is Vince doing this? So why is he on TV then? You just say he don't want to be on TV. He doesn't. Okay. My point. I'm asking you a question. You just said Vince is on TV. Why is he on if TV? If it's from 2.1... It's not about the ratings. If it's from 2.4 to 2... What I'm saying is, CT, if you have a television show and you want... I just told you, USA is comfortable with WWE being on their television. So it doesn't matter what the ratings is for the company that they're on television for. That money is already secured. $1 billion for five years. They're not cutting that short. They got another billion dollars for five years to be on cable television. That hasn't even started yet. Mm-hmm. They're not cutting that short. In the perver- in the in the future, okay. five year projection. You're talking about contracts and that's contracts. I'm talking about liquid of what you I'm talking about that liquid of like, you know, in between. That's not what you're getting from the contract of what you got from USA. And what and what you want to say is Fox. Whatever. What I meant by that runs out is that that's already in your fucking bank. If you're a profitable company and if he's just looking at making the TV contracts, I get your. I understand your point. At this point, he doesn't have to give a fuck. But if you do want to sell merch, if you do want to expand across the globe, you have to make a product that brings more eyes to it. Whether it's in China, whether it's in Afghanistan, whether it's fucking in um, Peru, whether it's anywhere. And to do that, you have to have good writing and people want to want to see to, the, want to see these stars. You don't have to because the Saudi Arabian princess gave you a, a bag and he wanted to see fucking Yokozuna. Okay, I'm he's done. not even watching the same fucking product. All right, I'm done. What are you talking about? The nigga asked for. Yoko fucking Zuna to come to his country. Uh, He's not watching the current product. He didn't say bring me Braun Strowman because I want to get these hands. He didn't, but you know they're trying to make waves there. And to make their waves there, they're not making it on Yoko Zuna, bro. They need these stars to be popping. That's my point. The stars that they have popping got them popping to where they're they can show good. reruns in Saudi Arabia. That's not gonna work. But they're good though. What I'm saying is that when you say Vince wants to expand, he's expanding. I don't know how much more expanding he can do in the current expansion that he's expanding all right, in. All right, then I guess I'm wrong. Let's go. Let's move on. Shit. Um, any more to talk about Raw? No. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Watch that motherfucking. Oh show. my god. 
<laughs> Let's go smack that because it's gonna be a long show. Goodness gracious! Uh, how did SmackDown start? SmackDown started with the um, McMahon's, uh, you know, saying they're they're taking over SmackDown too, and Paige is getting the fucking kick to the curb. Good look for good. Um, thank you for your fucking work. Peace. Paige didn't even know that was happening until like day of Raw or SmackDown. She didn't I mean, even know. A lot know of wrestling doesn't happen. Yeah, until yeah, I know. So <laughs> that was funny that she started posting on um, social media like office memes and shit. It's like to express how she felt about that. But uh, then then it went to Becky Lynch, and Becky Lynch comes out with fire. So like that right there, I'm not gonna say that was my high spot, but I'm glad they're continuing from the Ronda stuff. I just want to give that a shout out real quick. About the the Becky um, Oscar dynamic, they're bringing more women into the title picture. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but I, yeah, let's go into our high spots. I mean, my high spot was the women's match that corresponded after all that talking shit went down. You know, I'm not here for the pre tapes or talking. If I didn't do the pre tape, if I ain't edit that shit, I don't care about. It. I mean, they're good, but yeah, whatever. Fight. So, my high spot was um, Naomi and Oscar. They had a fucking really good match. A really, really fucking good match. Um, Naomi coming out, uh, well, Vince McMahon coming out uh, after all the fucking yapping of the women in the ring with Charlotte and Becky and Oscar. Um, you know, Vince comes out there and lets Becky and Charlotte know, like, hey, I had your turn back of the line, bitches. And fucking, he was like, does anybody want to step up? And I caught him like, shit, you know me come out. You know, mm-hmm. shout out my black queen out there <laughs> and share a music drop. And I popped. And I was like, damn, she came out and Vince Lerner had an opportunity. And I was super fucking dope. Super, 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 super fucking dope to have Vince put, um, you know, to, to be out there for one in front of a live crowd. And for two, for Naomi to come out, he didn't shut her down. He didn't say nothing like any, you know, anything yeah. demeaning or anything. All he said was, was like, oh, she, give me that look again. Because she gave him a little wink. And, and <laughs> fucking, he let her, he let her go out there and, and fucking perform. And honestly, Gave her time, too. And honestly, like, that's all we ever want out of our competitors. Uh, when we talk about booking black and all that other shit, um, we, we really just want y'all to give the black, the black, competitors and athletes uh, a chance, you know, so she came out there, made a wave, had a fucking hell of a match, Asuka and Naomi fucking tore it up, they were friends and teammates uh-huh. the, the month the month prior they didn't even bring that up on commentary, yeah, so I mean, it was a good match, Asuka was, match. was yeah. going over, but that was my high spot, my high spot was actually a match I'm glad, <laughs> great <laughs> but uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I feel you on that. Man, um, six hours of fucking wrestling. Like, my high spot never goddamn match. I, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> but um, I also appreciate that Naomi got some time in the ring. They didn't really give her much time usually. Mm-hmm. So it's her to show what she got. Um, and not just her athletic shit. She wrestled too. Like, uh-huh. she, she actually wrestled. wrestled. Yeah. She yeah. actually, you know, did some chain maneuvers with Asuka, man. I appreciate that. Um, Naomi's dope. Naomi's dope. And mm-hmm. I, we all knew that she wasn't going to win. It was a women's title match. But they got us to the moment where we're like, oh, maybe. They gave you that little... Uh, that's what they're supposed to do. They made the crowd feel like it could possibly be a Naomi uh, title win. The contrary one to match. what you asked for. Even, a, it's, it's even what, though two days ago, yeah. It's, was, what you asked for, it's what you asked for from wrestling on Raw, and they give it to you the next night. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. like, and, it's, and you're talking about shaking things up. 
it was shaking his fingers off because I don't think I remember seeing Naomi get much time unless it's a WrestleMania program, which even her match at WrestleMania had multiple people, but like in a singles match. So uh, shout out to Naomi. Um, yeah, she's our booking black for this week. You want to just get right into her booking black stuff right now? Yeah, we can go ahead and do that. So, um, so yeah, I you... think Naomi had a interesting year. I mean, she's been dancing with with Lana and shit. Then she was tag team with Oscar. Um, it's nothing of note. So I hope with this match going forward, mm. they uh, start to put some respect on my my girl Naomi's name. I think honestly, when it comes to like. She's gonna have to move to Raw, just to be honest. Okay. Like, um, she she she's a she's a SmackDown legend, um, but she needs to she needs to move to Raw. She needs to shake uh-huh. up. She needs just new opportunities. Yeah. I think I think she just knew new coat of paint. New, new, new yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, give her an attitude. Give her a little bit more attitude on the mic, whether it's heel or face. I don't care. Um, and I think Naomi she... and Sasha really can work well. Oh, that would be a good angle, actually. Yeah, I, I want to see that. I think team that team bad thing if they know how to you know write bring, shit. Yeah, <laughs> bring it up continually. But um, you know, but I, I think Sasha and Naomi will do well together. Um, maybe even see Naomi and and Nikki Cross. I'm not sure where she's going. I think Nikki might land a SmackDown. That might be a good program. Yeah. Um, but to, honestly, I she think, already had a match SmackDown too. Yeah. yeah, I honestly think Naomi for the most part just needs um. For book, if I'm booking Naomi, I would just want her to to mix it up a little bit and and build some depth of the character. Okay. Um, if they're going to utilize things that she does on Total Divas, or she's gonna, if they're going to use her eccentric uh, personality, I think that has to be included some way in the character on screen, other than just using a few like okay. hash, you know, taglines or yeah. you know what I mean, cultural references. Give her some backstory. Give her something to to to, to, to sink her teeth into, you know. Too, I think, you know, just. I think going forward, at least for SmackDown, the Royal Rumble, have her do the minor, whatever you want to have her do for that, because I don't see her being in a major storyline. Uh, I think she'll be she, Women's she, Battle Royal from WrestleMania. Maybe she should be in the she should be in the in, in the shakeup. I think she should be in the shakeup. The mania, the the mania shakeup. She, yeah, she should move after from, that. Yeah, move she to should Raw. move from SmackDown to Raw. And I think just to have her just have new feuds, just be on... Again, we're talking about a new audience. Mm-hmm. The people who watch Raw don't watch SmackDown sometimes. The yeah. people who watch SmackDown don't watch Raw. And we also have to put that into combination yeah. when we're talking about watching wrestling. Like, you know what I mean? So having her just be with new eyes. Yeah, you know what cool. I mean? Yeah. Be advertised on new, you know, yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? So I think I think she should be in the shakeup. Even yeah. the Sue Russo should move to Raw. You yeah, know what I mean? Get different, you know, uh, they should actually do so. really should the move to Raw. Raw. It would be pretty heavy. Lay on Raw, they go to Raw. Because they've been on SmackDown for a minute. I think if um, Usos move to Raw and Revival are champions. Oh, it's a wrap, bro. It's a wrap. Man. Yeah, I can't wait I'm for a that. Booker, man. God damn. But yeah, uh, we wish uh, Naomi the best. Um, I think that. That match with her and Oscar is gonna hopefully show her some love. Yeah, I think, I think that would put. I think that put her stripes, on. A, I think know? that put her on. A, I think that put her on a map as yeah. far as Vince get. First of all, Vince is there at SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Second of all, Vince gave you the first what your segment two of the show, segment two and three. Yeah, but first one in the ring. Yeah, yeah first, first one in the segment, ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I, I think you 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 definitely. 
you know, raised eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So hopefully that, that goes into uh, good things for her moving forward. But what else? You, um, I'm like, we want to go into my high spot. My high spot this week was the main event of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. You know, and I hate to make our high spots only SmackDown every single week, but it's just being real. Guys, sorry. Um, SmackDown's been a re- so much, much of a superior show than Raw over the past, it's no secret, uh, past couple of months. So That's why I almost necessarily stress because I know I'm going to get my fix. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, that's why I, I, and even though we do watch it, we watched Raw for the podcast for yeah. sure, and, you know, got to stay abreast, but I know I'm going to get my fix. Like, it's like when I smoke, like, oh, shout out to Jill. I love you, Jill. But we you smoke reg. Uh-huh. When you smoke reg, you're like, I'm smoking Reggie. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you know. You know so you accept it. Exactly. That's, how, that's, what you, that's what you say. You but know, to a, me, I'm like, I remember the raw of the past. I remember. You remember when Reggie was good. I yeah, know. I remember, <laughs> <laughs> I remember when Reggie was the good shit. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, so, we didn't plan that either. That was strictly <laughs> organic, too, dog. That was so organic. But you're right, you're right. You know, and um, and maybe I'm living in the past, and Raw has become this, you know, um, bubblegum pop uh, team yeah, Bopper show. Raw's but even with Raw the, is rap, dog. But here's the thing. But even in the Teeny Bopper, you know, show, and as they're trying to make their family oriented show, I can watch a SpongeBob SquarePants and still get shit from it. Like, you know, I can watch something that's for family-oriented people and still get shit from it. So I think that their writing is just not good. But you also have to know that you're, like... So you want me to come on this podcast and be like, hey, guys, Raw with shit like it's always going to be forever. And then just move on. I I don't say that. I say Raw shit to the time being until it's not shit. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to come in here and be like, okay, listen, okay. When I turn on TV and I'm turning on Spongebob, I know... I'm watching Spongebob. I know it's going to be an episode where Spongebob shows his ass. Because there's episodes of where Spongebob shows his ass. (laughs) I know that Patrick is going to be an idiot. He made... And when he says something smart and enlightening, you're like, holy shit. Patrick surprised me. Raw is Spongebob to me, if you want to use that analogy. Uh I'm going into Raw knowing that Bobby Lashley... Is not going to appeal to his black, uh, and you know what kills me though? Because like that's different. Because SpongeBob, there's no like SpongeBob wasn't a character before SpongeBob. No, like you've seen SpongeBob somewhere in the Indies, and it's like oh yeah, he, when, when he was acting as that 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 Stone Cold dude in the Indies, all the Indies cartoons. Yeah, that why don't they bring that kind of SpongeBob to SpongeBob? Like that's not well, so. So we with, with, with wrestling though. With, with wrestling, you have a press a precedent of like, all right, this person has talent, and they could use utilize this person's talent even within the boundaries they set. Let's utilize this talent within the boundaries so people like your show. I mean, just because it's bad, I don't think that you should just accept it just because mm. you can. I don't. That's the only thing I'm trying to say. Just because you can accept it because it's because because you're making money. Doesn't mean you you should. I'm always just striving for excellence. You know how I am. I'm a completionist. I'm a, I'm a like all in kind of dude. And if I want, I'm a kind of a perfectionist. So I want it to be perfect. But you can't if it be can perfect. Be. But you. Can, but, that, but that's again. That's why. Not, I, and, I, and not why by perfect. I, I don't mean perfect. Perfect. Well, I, know, I mean try. Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices with GoodRx? You can find free coupons at over seventy thousand pharmacies and save up to eighty percent. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you 
don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. But, that, you know? <laughs> but that's why our dynamics is so good, you know what I mean? Outside of this podcast and this podcast is just because our reason is reason to us. Yeah. So then- <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the that's the secret sauce of the show, guys. He just gave it away. <laughs> We're really not that reasonable <laughs> at all. At all, nigga. So illogical, yeah, for so rational. <laughs> like really, nigga. It's reason wrestling. You're like really, nigga. It's reason wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, like, okay, so with with that, I do see that. Yeah. I do see that. But even in our endeavors, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? When I'm like, you're like, one more take. And I'm like, bro, we did 47 of them. <laughs> and you're like, no, but 48 can be it. And we do the 48th take, and we like the 48th take, but yeah. we still have to go through the rest of them yeah. to see which, which one's, one's the best. best. Yeah. I look at that too in the progress and the process of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And granted, they have one day or one you know one shot to knock it out the park every week when they're doing this particular show. But in the grand scheme of things, it is a movie. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean. When we're watching a movie, we're watching. It's like man, this fucking plot does not make sense. But when it gets to the action scene, you're like, ah, oh, fuck it. You don't care about the plot. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, Black Panther. That yeah, movie, I, I'm like, a little bit different, though. Because, like, I could see an action movie. Like, yo, man, I could see that, like, this sh- this movie has some crazy scenes. You're like, even this show that was, the, it was on ABC back in the day. And I know we're getting off on a tangent right now. But it's called Heroes. There's a mm. show called Heroes about heroes that, you know, that were in real life or whatever. There are certain scenes in that show that I'm like, this is incredible. But it was written so poorly that I can't fuck with it. I'm just a little bit different. Like, I love scenes, but I can't be all in if it doesn't make sense. You know, that's why I guess I'm a Marvel fan in some certain, some aspects, and I like Black Panther, because it has it's like a full body of work. You know, I want the full thing, and I want to sink my teeth in something that's, that's, that means something, but for God's sake. So I don't because here's the thing. The production if, is, it has to be there, too. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and with WWE, to bring that back... I expect them to try to the point where I don't feel stupid watching it. And if I, if I feel stupid watching it, I don't want to fucking watch it. And if I don't want to fucking watch it, then we don't have a fucking podcast. But what I'm saying is, is that <laughs> at some point, you're going to feel stupid watching wrestling. Of course, I've done my whole life. But it shouldn't be to the point. It's been egregious these past couple months. No, I can't it take hasn't. it. It has. It has. Bro, okay, let's do it. If we, we just had it. We got at, least, three, at least okay, raw. At least raw. Okay, so listen. Just on my raw. So listen. We got three shows a week that we watch. Raw, SmackDown, NXT. That's six hours of wrestling. If three hours of that wrestling is shit... We still got three hours of great... SmackDown NXT is fucking great. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's written well. And it's you concise. look at it from like a whole, whole perspective. Yeah. But if I'm coming here to talk about something and I just come and we talk, bypass Raw. I can't just bypass Raw. Why and, can't and, we? And, we st- I have no, the, no, no, no. Bro, no. I have the run sheet of our very first show. Our very first show. Mm-hmm. We said we weren't going to be like the others. We said we were going to talk about what we wanted to talk about and our high spots of what it was. If Raw happens to have one high spot out of three hours, 
We talk about that high spot. We can talk. What do you think we've been doing for no, the past couple of weeks? Is, what I'm saying is, is that we don't get bogged down in it. That was, that was like, you know, when we started. But here's the thing. The only reason why we're talking about Raw to the extent we are today is because of what they said in the beginning of the, the promo and because of the, the how bad it's been. Them addressing, sorry, but this is a big deal. Them addressing the ratings and them changing is a big deal in terms of the writing and production of the show to me. I think we should address it. So that's why well, I'm addressing it. what? That's what, the, that's what I'm saying. They might not be addressing anything. I'm still addressing it on <laughs> podcast. I don't give a fuck if they change it or not. I got to talk about it, bro. <laughs> but that's the thing. I'm only talking about it if it means something. Uh, so, you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 that didn't move me. It didn't mean anything to me. It, uh-huh. it, 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 in the writing of it, because the but writing think, of that show, the writing of the next show doesn't mean But think about it. Just try anything. to think about it from a, a audience perspective, because I know we're talking about it for, for us, but I... But I that's do, what honestly, the podcast is... But I... That's what... So, that, so I, I know that. We're talking about it for us, but we do have an audience now, so I want to respect that, and I want... You know, that's what, all I'm trying to say. Okay, audience members, Raw was fucking shit. Don't fucking watch it. CT would talk about it on the podcast if you would like to, and Chris would talk about high spots of the show because it's shit until it's not shit. But I only talk about Raw for like two seconds, bro. You can't chime in about what you thought about that? I mean, for t- bro, I watched Raw for two seconds. All right. Anyways, moving on. My spot was Daniel Bryan and Mustafa Ali. Uh, well, that was, well, them two in particular, but Mustafa Ali and AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan and Andrade Cien almost. That match was incredible. Uh, Andrade worked so smooth. Um, Daniel Bryan and AJ, we all know what they did on on TLC, and they completely, uh, they're just professionals. You know, they're very sublime with with their work. And then bringing Mustafa Ali in, and he's my character flashlight of this week, I thought was a very cool move. Because if you were talking about shaking things up, and if you're talking about making a, a new show, bringing somebody from 205 Live is something that's new. And putting him in the main event angle is something new. And then making him pin the champion is something new. I think that moment on SmackDown does so much for everybody in the match because it was a great match. And at the same time, they made somebody feel like a big deal who was nobody before. Now, Mustafa Ali, I think he has incredible work. I think Mustafa Ali is, um, uh, I think he's, he, he can talk a little bit. He's not great. You know, I'm going to be honest with it. But what I like about him the most is that he's a foreigner who they don't portray you know, based on his foreign attributes. Like, there's like you see Mustafa Ali and you see Mustafa Ali. You don't see, all right, he's Mustafa Ali, the uh, Muslim, you know, or whatever you want to call him, you know? So I respect that they have the balls to not pigeonhole him. And hopefully he can be a character just like we tried to say we want for the black characters where they're not a gimmick. They're just them, but he has to be able to... to capitalize on it. So I'm just hoping he does. In the ring, I'm not I'm not worried about his ring work. But as for his character going forward, you just got a big win uh, on Daniel Bryan, the champion, on SmackDown in the main event. That's a big win for 205 Live and all the boys back there. Go out there and show it. Go out there and become somebody. Go out there and take the you know brass ring, like Vince likes to say. And uh, be, I think he could definitely be a, a, a really good Intercontinental Champion or US Champion one day if he can put it all together. Um, I'm I, I'm gonna be honest. Um, I mean, when they gave him the whole gimmick of the heart of tour, I'm that not, was corny. I'm not in it. Um, I'm I'm also like I'm a fan of his. I'm a I can I'm not gonna say like I'm a 
uber fan of Mustafa Ali. I didn't watch him in the Indies. Um, I rarely watched his matches in 205 Live unless he was wrestling my man Cedric. Um, I did watch the Bernie Murphy match, but I hated how it ended where he won off like a tornado DDT off that ring thing. Oh, that was stupid. Anyway, I, he's the rare character that I like how commentary puts over. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just hate that they mentioned Chicago 47 times. You know, Chicago, stand up. Chicago, yeah. in the house. Yeah. Chicago, stand up. <laughs> Chicago PD. Chicago MD. Chicago Rescue. Chicago Medical. <laughs> Chicago Fight. Yeah, why is there so many fucking Chicago shows? Christ. Yeah. Anyway, um, um, I'm, I, I honestly... Again, as as reasonable as I can be, that is where I have my fix of seeing things new and shook up and seeing them try different things and actually putting that verbiage that's on Raw into action on SmackDown. So um, that is me actually tasting the salt on my food. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like... Mm-hmm. That's me knowing that they seasoned it by having uh, Naomi Oscar wrestle by having the Uso Usos and shout out uh, another um, high spot of mine was um, uh, the promo the promo package between the Usos and fucking um, yeah that was the good. club yeah you know what I mean Gallows and Anderson I mean uh, talk Usos. about shaking things up that right there shakes up the entire tag division. Um, Usos come out there and say that they want the bar because they wasn't the ones that get pinned. And then um, Gallows and Anderson comes out and state that they're tired of seeing New Day Usos bar. Like, they fucking tired of it. We've been having wrestled a match or had a match on SmackDown since August. Like, what's up? And Usos was like, pull up. And then Gallows and Anderson was like, nigga, we here. So they had mm-hmm. a match. That was dope. Like, in the essence of that promo... That is literally what happened. Usos was in the ring. They was like, we want the bar. Gallows and Anderson came out and was like, listen, we tired. And Usos was like, we don't, we don't talk around here. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't do no talking. And Gallows and Anderson was like, cool, because yeah. we don't like to talk. And, yeah. You know what I mean? So Absolutely, yeah. They welcomed him to the Uso penitentiary. During the match, it was a really good, it was a blah match, uh, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But I know they can work together. They can. Um, and having Sanity interrupt the match and... Kind of what CT was alluding to, shaking up the tag division. Um, now, now you have Sanity. Now you have Usos. Now you have Gallows and Anderson. Now you have the Bar. Now you have New Day. Uh, you know, you can kind of do a little bit of things, you know, um, and and shake some things up with the roster that you have. Gives a little bit of new matches. Um, and I, I definitely appreciate that. Uh, I definitely appreciate that whole kind of segment as a whole. It wasn't, like I said, the match wasn't good, but from the promo package to the end of the segment, it, or, or, or the end of the, the two segments, mm-hmm. going to a commercial break, I think that was a, speaking of commercial breaks, mm-hmm. worst fucking time to have a commercial break is yeah. in that match. They had a moment, a spot where, um... I think uh, Jimmy was doing a dive. And Kyle kicks him. And kicks him, yeah. And he's hanging from his foot leg by the ropes. And you have, and it goes commercial. you like, what's going to happen next? 
it was like almost either the perfect or the worst time to a, to a commercial break because uh. you want to see what happens next. And they didn't even have it in PMP like picture in picture with it like they usually do. Uh, so it, it was the worst. Ah, bad, so bad. Yeah, but uh, honestly, th- th- this promo, like you said, what isn't it okay? Isn't it like lovely when WWE just do and act like it's a competitive sport sometimes? Like with Ronda, so you know they start act like it's a competitive. They should, like we were saying before, like they should act like it's competitive. Yeah, and if they just do promos like it's competitive, of course sometimes you gotta do heartfelt promos. You gotta do promos that reach out and that are funny and whatnot. But when it comes to the title picture, yo, keep that shit raw. And with the Usos and the bar and and not the bar, excuse me, the um, Gals and Anderson, they kept that shit raw and it was real. Like hey, we've been on the shelf. And we talk, and you, we want the titles. It's been the same thing. Usos bar new day. Usos bar new day. It's like it's like they spec spoke from the heart, and it made logic sense. So like we we know that they partly they probably on some level feel that way, and just that little hint makes you make, makes us be like, all right, we're tuned in, you know. And I'm 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 cool to see that. Like you said, the um, sanity coming out really shakes it up now. So we'll see what they um, do with sanity because they called them up way back in the fucking like the springtime. Haven't done shit with them. Uh, but uh, we'll see what happens. And I'm, I'm excited for the tag division on, on SmackDown. Yeah, so, I mean, as far as SmackDown goes as a whole, like, the, the show, like I said, like, it, it's two hours. It's, it's very digestible, for one. You know that it's action-packed, so they're going to try to fit in everything they can. Mm-hmm. And they do. They're, I mean, they're even able to fit in the fucking R-Truth Carmella mat, or You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they're able to... Isn't that awesome like that? Yeah, that's yeah, what's fine. Yeah. So like they're 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 and they're, it's still digestible. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like they they they're and it's good for me to take a piss. I have to pee sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. They, they, you know, SmackDown just gives you a more um, concise product to where it's not daunting and draining to watch. Yeah. And then you have NXT, which you know I was there for the taping and. You know, that's an hour show to where you're as action-packed to where you see Bro versus mm-hmm. Punishment Martinez, who, who I didn't know who the fuck he was, but Bro's my guy, so shout out, Matt. Punishment is dope. And yeah. so you got that match, and then you got uh, the very first uh, NXT ex- uh, of uh, Miranda Schaefer and Justin mm-hmm. Duke versus Ian Shirai and Dakota Kai. That was... I, I watched that match. Yeah. I, I went to the paper. I watched that match. Uh, <laughs> but come on, it's the woman. <laughs> you gotta be sometimes. <laughs> but and then you have the main event of Alistair Black and Jairi Gargano, which was like twenty minutes or fifteen minutes, something like that. But it was a lengthy amount of time. Great match, great environment. It's an hour show. Like you're you're able to di- you're able to digest it, and you want next week to happen. Okay, you know what I mean? Is is the order of shows and you watch it, Raw, you're like, I don't care if this motherfucking show... Matter of fact, when's the Manchester fucking mm-hmm. dog show so we can just have a week yeah. off, please? <laughs> and then you're like, SmackDown? Okay, they doing some shit. Yeah. Let's see what it is. And NXT, you're like, I, I, I can't wait till next week because I know it was lit. You know what yeah. I mean? So the way they give us a show is how they want us mm-hmm. to like consume them. Um, I think, too, also what... Uh, well, will help in the long run uh, is the WWE Network. Yeah, I think at some point in time, I think you you put Raw on the network. 
Uh, that's a long time from now. I don't know I mean, when that's going to happen. Because I mean, TV's dying, but it's not dying to the point where I think WWE has enough subscriptions to to get that rate to get the, the, the eyeballs on the product they want that they want. That's true. That's you know? true indeed. Now I think what can happen is is what I'm saying is unless they take that jump and just risk it. This is what I'm saying. So with WWE having its own Netflix per se, Netflix is take Netflix is taking the loss. They're they're in a hole. Yeah, they're Netflix like, is hurting right bro, now. Bro, Netflix, but they keep paying for shit. They do. They have 33 they, original shows coming next month. Bro, they have like something an like endless that. supply of funds. I, maybe Jeff Where the Bezos, fuck is coming from? Bezos. <laughs> but, they're, but they're about to go bankrupt, but they're, they have mad money. Bezos, I don't get dog. it. <laughs> Bezos. So, yeah, somebody's looking them up. Bro, I'm, I mean, but Joe, imagine this fucking... Amazon gets raw and is like, hey man, what they're paying? A billion? I give you two. You know what? <laughs> here's, here's the thing though. Everybody loves Netflix. Even the rich guys love Netflix. So they don't want to see that shit go under. Bro, at all. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, with WWE, yeah, putting them on a network, I think, I don't even know what that would even look like. I don't, see, putting it on the main show on a, on a network, like, I know that I would have to buy a network because I don't, I would, that's the only way you can get it. But only, I don't know how I'm, that I'm would work. Every, I'm, I'm, I mean, every original thing of WWE you can't get unless you get the subscription. It, and I'm talking about all of wrestling. They, they, bro, they have all of wrestling. They got TNA. They got TNA. They got TNA. They NWA, got NWA. They got Global ECW. Force. Bro, bro, they got AWA. They don't got, they don't got Global Force and ROH. But they got they, a lot of shit. Bro, I, bro, you think they're not going to get ROH? Let's one day. Talk about, one day. What I'm saying is, yeah. let's talk about fast forward when you're talking about money. In the next five years, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks are going to bring a whole new audience. They're going to bring a whole... Mm-hmm. And they're doing slight YouTube numbers right now. Yeah. But give them a motherfucking WWE Network ex- exclusive? Yeah. You kidding me? They got a YouTube following, and the YouTube followers is like a little bit immature, a little bit younger, and that boosts to WWE. They want that, you know. There, there are kids who just know the elite. Believe it or not, there are kids who don't know wrestling and just know the elite just know from the their elite. website. I know that they exist, so that's how they got into wrestling. So to see where they go and whatnot, I'm, I'm curious to see what I, happens. So I think that's the evolution mm-hmm. uh, for the company, and I think also too. When we're talking about that, like NXT is also a pipeline that's going to give Raw a complete facelift. Yeah, you know uh, when we have Adam Cole there, when we have Matt Riddle there, when we have Ricochet there, when we have uh, who Alistair Black come up. When you know, I think once we get a new, even with the shakeup, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. I think you bring some SmackDown characters on onto man. Shinsuke is going to be a fucking monster on Raw. I, you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. I think Shinsuke, they use him, right? Yeah. I think Shinsuke's gonna be awesome on Raw. I think you know if you bring AJ Styles back on Raw, or, now he yeah back on Raw. He hasn't been on Raw mm-hmm. since the draft. You I think bring, you should keep him on SmackDown right now. I, I, I know, but I, I'm, yeah, well, but eventually, yeah, eventually, yeah, eventually but right, right now, right now. Yeah. I mean, he's only also he only has a little bit of time left. He's in his forties. Just read up. That's true. Just re up the contract. They're gonna squeeze everything they can out of him. He's still killing it. Yeah, you know, so yeah. I I think I think also you know with and I, and I know what you mean. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm a weekly tune outer. Uh-huh. 
of what's being presented to me because of what's being presented to yeah. me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's part of the reason why you, you're dejected because you, you, the, the way you channel your de- dejection from WWE is different the way that I channel mm-hmm. it. Me, I'm going to stick through it mm-hmm. and... And you're like, just fuck it, you know? So I, I, I completely feel it. I feel it. You know? So, a, so you, you don't want to talk about it. You, you want to address the Because you're going to catch me up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Because you know? even with the negative, I know it's there. That's why I'm not watching yeah. it. And the thing about the negative is that if it's negative to a certain degree, I have to address it on here. Okay. If it's, it's a negative to a certain degree, I can't just ignore it. If everybody's talking about how Raw's bad... They need to hear our opinion on that. They need to hear our opinion on that. So I, I'll give the contrarian. I'll give. Yeah. It, I'll give it. And if you I, think that you want to give the contrarian point of view, because I know awesome. it's because I know it's bad. That's yeah. the thing. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, bro, man, bro. Yeah. How many times do I fell asleep? Yeah. On the all, couch all you gotta do is watch Chris. <laughs> no, it rolls bad. He's like, yo, you'll see. You know. <laughs> yeah. That's all you gotta do is just watch Chris to see the way. And the thing about Chris, what I, I was like. You watch Raw like um or wrestling in general, like it's a cat with the laser pointer. <laughs> so like a cat doesn't do shit. It just lays around, just goes to his litter box, it's just chilling. You know, but when that shiny thing pops up, it goes fucking crazy. It goes fucking nuts. And you can just throw that laser pointer. So if you bring him that Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, he'll watch that match three times a year, you know? So he doesn't care. But if you bring him something else that he doesn't <laughs> not fucking with, he's I'm just fucking dead, just like a fucking robot turns off. It's just dead. So that's how he is. So don't so don't mind Chris guys. Yo, <laughs> he just that's how he views wrestling. That is the code right yeah. there. <laughs> you know? Oh man. Yeah, yeah, seven seven months of this relationship, we're yeah. learning each other. Yeah, we're learning. Yeah, we're learning. This so is a great, this is a great <laughs> thing, you know? So um, um, that's that's a good way to wrap up the, the show. But before we wrap up the show, let's do something special for you guys. And I know it may be corny, and maybe something that the other shows are doing. Yeah. Um, but I think I mean we're here, man. We're, we're here. Yeah. I know we're hella long into the show, but we're gonna do some superlatives because it's been a hell of a year. I think honestly, regardless of how bad we talk about how negative I talk about the show or we say negative things. It's been a crazy, beautiful year of wrestling, and I think we've seen some of the best wrestling in, the, in uh, this mm-hmm. year. I think we've seen some of the best angles this year. Um, I think we've seen some of the best newcomers, um, some returns that were incredible. It's been exciting, you know? And wrestling is growing at an aspect that we never saw could be possible. Them going to Saudi Arabia, as much as it was controversy, is something that could never happen before. Them doing things in the UK, starting NXT UK, something that could never happen before. The Kenny Omega um, uh, bringing New Japan to the United States is something that we never saw happen before. New Japan and, and New Day doing some... Yeah! For WWE to give permission. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. For them to give the permission. And it broke wrestling internet right? yeah they were going crazy about this new day uh the elite uh game, video game. game yeah yeah video game uh what they play street fighters street fighter like co- uh, competition yeah so that was crazy Shout and then up down down uh-huh and WWE's working with, 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 with as we know evolve WWE that would never happen a couple years ago so and then not to mention on all women let's not forget the woman the all women pay-per-view Becky Lynch first becoming first ever table, table lines and chairs. Yeah, first ever oh, that. My yeah, you know, it, first ever last woman standing match. I'm going to keep calling last woman standing because they're women. Um, it's just incredible. So I just am excited for it to see where it goes. But with this year coming to a close, let's just give our opinions like some douchebags because our opinion matter and our opinions on for who sure. we think are the best of the year. You know, our comeback of the year, our match of the year, our tag team of the year. 
uh, the breakout star of the year, and who you think had the biggest year in wrestling. So I'm going to um, go first with comeback of the year. Uh, we had a lot of comebacks this year. We had Drew McIntyre. We had uh, Kurt Angle. And we had Daniel Bryan. There's a lot of different things that happened. Uh, who do you think had the best comeback of I mean, the year? There's no doubt. Like, it's a no-brainer. I won't spend too much time. I mean, I'll talk about it, but I won't spend too much time on it. Daniel Bryan's comeback, like, was it? You know what I mean? Um, there was not a more, as I was a grown wrestling fan, emotional time than when Daniel Bryan retired. Mm-hmm. Not so much because you know people retire. Edge had to retire the same way and stuff like that. But um, Daniel was really hitting his apex. Yeah. He was really after 15, you hear it, the 15-year grind. And you're getting there. You made it at WrestleMania. And then you get hurt. And then you work your way back. And then they give you an opportunity to go back to Mania. Even though they shouldn't put you in a ladder match. But that's near here nor there. Yeah. But they give you back-to-back Mania opportunities. And then you just be like... Fuck, man, I can't capitalize on it. You know what I mean? So, um, when he when he retired that night, uh, uh, I smoked a lot of weed, and I, I kind of shared a tear, and I, I had the goosebumps when I yeah. had that. Uh, having him come back was dope. It's incredible. It was, um, it was, it was he started incredible. the year as a general manager of SmackDown who didn't have, you know, he, he had his stuff with The Miz, but he wasn't really a character on screen. And he ends the year as WWE champion. It's something that I couldn't have pictured when, I, when his year started. If you say, hey, 2018 is going to end with Daniel Bryan as WWE champion, I would like, you're crazy. Bro, he's not even fucking yeah. active, dumbass. Yeah, that's what I would have told somebody. Yeah. You know, so. So, yeah, that that's a crazy story. So how can you not say he's the comeback kid of the year? There's no way. Um, yeah. Yeah, not to um, shit on the other comeback players of the year. You have Drew McIntyre. Unbelievable, man! His transformation is just crazy, and he's gone. He's he he's. I'm looking forward to 2019 Drew McIntyre year. Hopefully, he doesn't get injured or anything like that. Because I see them, I see him having a big year. If he if he actually, if they actually go with him, he's gonna be a monster. He was already have on a, on on pace to have a good year in NXT. Mm-hmm. Good thing he got hurt. I mean, you think so? I mean, him getting hurt. I was there in Brooklyn when he won it off of. Bobby Roode, the NXT title, uh-huh. and um, I'm like, ah, ugh. yeah. And then when he lost it to Andrade, and we found out that he tore his shoulder, I'm like, okay, it gave it gave Andrade an opportunity uh-huh. to, to have it. Had a fantastic, had fantastic match, match with, with Gargano. Unbelievable. And had a great match with fucking Aleister Black. Oh, that too. That, yeah. Oh, jump on that one. Okay, that led to the... Gar- that led to the... Yeah. That, no, the, no. He, that Aleister Black match was incredible. Yeah, so, you know, so, you know and, but having... I don't think we get those Andrade matches as the top If guy, he doesn't get injured. If he doesn't get injured. I wonder. Having, I don't know. Having the, the story of Gargano... Losing and building that storyline up, yeah. and then ending up with Ciampa getting the title before Johnny. I don't think that happens with Drew being in the picture. Okay, um, and then having them not put Drew back on NXT, just shooting him back on, just shooting yeah, him on the main shows roster. Up with Dolph, shows up with who also needed something like exactly. new. Exactly, it so, was great a year for him, and he became tag team champions, and now he's solo again and um, feuding with Finn and. Uh, and Dolph. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, I think Drew is definitely going to be the one out of these three to take it to the next level. I do love Finn Balor. I just 
He's just, he, I, I don't know WWE sees him the same way everybody else does. That's the only way. He's I, a merch seller. They yeah, do. he serves. He sells merch. So he I sells think, merch yeah. and he sells tickets. So I, but they see Drew and they're like, "Oh God, you got money." They see money with him. So it's, I think he's he's uh, the, the Rock is soon to be strapped to, to Drew eventually. So, uh, but then you got Kurt Angle, which you know he came back into the ring. I know you're not too psyched about talking about Kurt Angle. It's like whatever. But uh, does Chris care? Yeah, <laughs> does Chris care? No. <laughs> But Krango, you know, and these are not like nominees. I'm just no, off the top of my head, just saying these I people. Mean, but, but he came back, you know. Uh, we also, you know, we had also Trish and Lita, which was just a match. So, but come back into the year. Let's just just say, Daniel Bryan, hats off to you. Uh, congratulations. I know you earned you earned it, and I know this is exactly what you wanted. And props to you for you know making your dreams become reality. You know, if you believe in your dreams. Your, belief, your dreams will believe in you, That's or whatever some shit like he said. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, moving on, uh, let's go to tag team of the year. Uh, um, I mean, I know you gotta think about it, probably. No, I mean, but honestly, I can go first. Go. I mean, honestly, like it wasn't. A, I wasn't. A, I wasn't really into the tag team wrestling. I All was, right, now, I was into the single fuse. Helped me, like when you're talking about future years, Miz and Dan Bryan. Uh-huh. That. Like you know what I mean, like so. Out tag teams wasn't my. If okay. I had to give it to somebody, just shout out to the Usos. Yeah. All right. All right. Tag team of the year to me, I think has to go to Undisputed. Honestly, I think the way they work together as a unit, and I know that they, uh, they, inter- that. they, they, they they've interchanged. But no, Undisputed has been a complete. Their tag team match has been incredible. I'm, I'm hesitant to give it to Pete Dunne and uh, Tyler Bate. Not Pete Dunne, probably. Um, Tyler Bate and Trent Seven. Trent Seven, yeah. But uh, I think Undisputed, honestly, they they stuck longer. And they've had great, the War Games match. When you talk about their year uh, and the story of Undisputed this year and the matches they've had, I think they're the best tag team. I, can, uh, I, I mean, that. I mean, sorry, guys. I know I don't know much tag teams outside of WWE right now. I know the Young Bucks. I don't want to just dis- downplay them because they've had great matches. Uh, Gorillas of Destiny, all right, you got Man, uh, the Briscoes. For 31 weeks. We've talked about WWE 31 weeks. Yeah. There is no tag team in the world that means more than any tag team. Okay, let me take that back. There's no tag team in the world that means more than the top five tag teams in WWE right now, mm-hmm. which is The Bar, The Usos, Undisputed, okay. New Day, and I'll throw in... Uh, Okay, top four. Revival? I don't know. Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, as far as 
And like you said, as far as like, notoriety, exactly. But, that's when you're, but if you're judging it solely on notoriety, I mean notoriety and ring work. There's, I mean, there's no, I don't, there's no tag team in New Japan that I can have that has better ring work than Kyle O'Reilly and and Bobby Fish of Red Dragon. But you don't know that. You, I, know, I do, you don't watch New Japan. It, it doesn't. Again, th- there is no tag team in New Japan that you can present to me that's better than Red Dragon. Okay. Okay. And 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 we can give you can matter of fact bring me one next week. Matter bring me one. I'm not. No, I'm bring not debating. The, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not debating. <laughs> I'm not debating because here's the thing: you have a connection like emotionally to those guys. So that not so, so I much. Get I mean, I, I no, just did you, research. But you, no, but you also seen them, so you have seen their the the story. So it's not going to be a fair discussion. I think if I show you by somebody with just in ring work, if you're just talking about in ring work. I think you can find tag teams out there. I th- I do. But I think that right now, all around, we're talking about notoriety, ring work, presence on the mic, all that shit, tag team, I think Undisputed has it. Um, I mean, Uso, I, that's, that's that's great, too. Uh, like, yeah. I mean, you can't... But, yeah. the, the, but, but, but this year, though, I'm saying this year, the Uso's... Did they have a great year? Like, no, I mean... It was... It, they, had, they started as the champions. They had some great... The great run as a champions, and then halfway through they kind of died. Yeah, out. They, because it was then the bars turn. Yeah, and new, new day. day. So yeah, so I can definitely say that since the year turned, you know what I mean. Like since the the year mm-hmm. turned, I, I I would say undisputed was okay. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll give it to undisputed. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it to undisputed for All right, sure. Bet. All right, so let's move on. Undisputed for us. Uh, put that on the record. So you said so you were talking about match of the year. You, you what, what was the match of the year? Uh, last Sunday. What? No, you were talking about feud of the year. You and you and you oh, stand yeah. on Miz and Daniel Bryan. Oh yeah, the feud of the year was Miz and Daniel Bryan to me for for the direction that the Miz was at, where he kind of like forced himself into a story. It started way back on a Talking Smack segment in 2017. I want to say. That bled into the new year. Mm-hmm. For Daniel Bryan to talk, or for Miz to talk himself into a feud with Daniel Bryan. Bro, it's the feud we fucking wanted that we yeah. didn't know we could have. Daniel wasn't even clear yeah. yet. And we, bro, <laughs> they they pulled some shit off, like bro, some magic. Man. It's just the stars aligned, you know? Yo, and like that feud was so salivating, dog. It, when you're talking about. The full package of storyline, continuity, writing, how they put packages together, how they went back eight years, mm-hmm. how they did the whole thing, and they had a match at SummerSlam. That was fucking awesome. It was incredible, man. Uh, I think the storyline awesome. is it, it, it's it's good because, like we said, it wasn't really a storyline. It, it kind of right wrote itself. It kind of was an accidental storyline, and then it, they kind of made it because it stems from their real story, and that's what makes it so impactful. So. Um, it wasn't. It was incredible. I'm not going to debate that. If you want to say that's your feud of the year, I completely can hear you. Um, but that's not mine. I, I think that across the globe, if you want to say, you know, we got Kenny Omega and Okada. You know, we had Cody Rhodes and Kenny Omega, Naito and Chris Jericho. That's all great feuds. But in WWE, I think we had, like you said, Dan Bryan, Miz. Uh, AJ Samoa Joe, I don't think it was a great feud, but whatever. Becky Lynch and Charlotte. But my favorite feud in WWE was Tommaso Ciampa and Gargano. That had me 
on the edge of my seat with what they're going to do next with storyline, with in ring work, with the presentation, um, the long story past. Cause that's also similar to Miz and Daniel Bryan. Cause they do have a real story past and that played into it. So that to me is almost like a, a work of art, what they're doing with these guys. And we just saw on NXT today, they, they kind of, you know, aligned to take, to, to take out Alistair, which I don't know what's going on in the future with that. So they're still building with their story and going forward. I think that story is ill, man. It's Shake, and I always say Shakespearean, and I know you think it's corny. I do think the story. Well, of, I don't think it's corny. Of, I just, I just love to hear you say that WWE provides what you complain about. Here's the thing: I don't look at it as WWE. If we're talking about Raw, I'm looking at it as a concise uh, show. You know, okay. I'm not looking at. But okay, completionist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, exactly. So I gotta look at the minutia and then c- complete. I, you know, I, I I'm looking at every play, but like you told me, like you said before, I look at That's every true. play. So true. I look at every play, that and then I and, I and I see the whole complete That's picture. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna critique you down to the minute thing, so you know where you can get better. That's right. And this is what I'm here for, you know. So I. I, I and that's just my analytical look. No, that's good. Yeah, that's as an good. analyst. That's good. Um, but, yeah, like I said, that storyline was Shakespearean. It, 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 you always expect in WWE the good guy to overcome. You do not expect in WWE the good guy to become the bad guy, like, permanently, pretty much. <laughs> like, like that ass just become just the bad guy. Move across the yeah, street, the, the bad guy overcomes. And not only did he overcome, he, like, corrupted the, bad, the, the good guy to the point where he's now... Just as bad, or or you know, or sort of bad. We don't see that story before. It's just something I've never seen in wrestling before. I'm not sure if it's been told in other places, but I haven't seen it in WWE. And that to me was my feud of the year. Uh, it was incredible, and we and it the stars aligned with that too. With Tommaso being injured, coming back at the time he did, they they weaved it in somehow because we could they could have told it and set it up for you know New Orleans if Tommaso wasn't injured, but it wouldn't have the same effect. It just exactly. wouldn't be what it was. And that match they had in New Orleans was fucking ridiculous. Unbelievable. That all matches, all the matches they did. The I'm going to go back and watch yeah. all three of them. Yeah, they were, they were, they we were should have an end of the year, like, watch party. We should. Yeah, That'd the be best dope. shit of the year. That would be fucking dope. Yeah. That would be dope. But um, um, two more things. You said we match of the year? Actually, four more things. Match of the year. That nigga said two more things. Actually. Let's make it. Four things. Let's make it real quick, though, because I know it's late. <laughs> Let's make it real quick. Sorry, I didn't even mean to make it this long. It's cool. All right. Match of the year. Oh, last, last Sunday. I what? said the triple threat. The, the triple, triple threat. threat. The triple threat table. All right, all right. So here's the thing. You don't think you're a, pr- you're a prisoner of the moment? <laughs> even if I am, I don't care. I'm in prison. Okay? <laughs> hey, I'm here there. I'm yeah. there, man. So yeah. why is that the best of the entire year? Honestly, um, like I said, yes, I, 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 I am caught up in a prison moment. But for one, Charlotte's best when she's a heel. Mm-hmm. Becky is best in this role. She is instead of the lovable mm-hmm. guy. And Asuka accentuated herself as just coming out and was like, okay, all right, enough of this shit. I'm, I'm here for a title. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. It's been a whole It's been a whole while since they I had all, some gold, they, dog. They all brought it. Bro, I was, in, I was in NXT and I was champion for damn near like 400 days. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah. I'm up here for a whole year with no gold. Shit got changed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I definitely 
the story of that it didn't have to be a whole drawn out story. I got the story. It was re- it was told very well. Charlotte and Becky had their lead up into it, which allowed Oscar to bring herself in. Which you know people were kind of like, damn, y'all gonna have how many goddamn matches y'all gonna have? Shit, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean? So to throw Oscar in there as the wrinkle, yeah. and not only be the wrinkle but be the winner, mm-hmm. um, the 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 hell that they put themselves through, the storytelling throughout the match, um, even after the match, like Becky's just fucking getting up and yeah. f bombing her way out the fucking mm-hmm. arena because get my motherfucking yeah. title back, you know. Charlotte, you know what I mean? Like, and the story, the story, it was a good match. It was a really good match. Um, again, we talk about it being the year of the women. Um, they haven't really had a lot of highlights. They, yeah. they, they've, they've had highlight moments. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or it went for, they had a drought for a very long yeah, time. a very long time. Yeah, from WrestleMania all the way to... where we way didn't really to... say too much about yeah, it because yeah. I was trying to support them. But yeah, exactly. WrestleMania to Evolution, it was uh-huh. that. I, I think Ronda and, and Nia was, was, was good, bad. but wasn't like they didn't blow us away. The first no. match that blew us away from Oscar t- and Charlotte was until Becky and Charlotte that blew us away. So to see these three girls that blew us away all bring it together in one match, I completely feel you out. I know it may be prison or may, may not. I completely feel you, um, but I just don't. I just don't want us to forget the great matches we had. Uh, this year, like Andrade Gargano, like the, the all the three the um, Gargano Tommaso Ciampa matches, I think Velveteen Dream and Ricochet was a great storyline in in a match. They all had their different ways about it. Um, Velveteen and Tommaso, that was incredible. That was a really that good was incredible. Match. And I, I mean, that was my match of the year. Mm-hmm. That was my match of the year of the storytelling. I'm like. Are you really about to get this fucking title, Velveteen? Yeah. Fantastic match. Tommaso and Gargano in Chicago. Fantastic match. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the last man standing match. Or the, yeah, it was the last man standing with them. Um, the, um, even if you want to go back and... Um, uh, uh, can't say any match at Mania. That was... Mania, Mania was long and shitty. I mean, but the Ronda matches were good too. The Ronda match was many. Some people t- t- told that as a yeah, one of their matches. I was, I was, I was there. That was a good match. There was a couple. Was which, which Brock matches did you like the most? Which who? Which Brock match this year did you like the most? Did he wrestle this year? <laughs> Brock Lesnar, yes. Mm. <laughs> I think him and Dan Bryan did a great thing over there. You know, um, but at the end of the day, match of the year to me, I'm going with Charlotte and Becky, last woman standing. I thought that was a poetic match from bell to bell. And guys, I know there's New Japan and Kenny Okada. They had some epic encounters. Eh. I know. No, see, you're just you just don't get it. <laughs> but they had some epic encounters. Um, and there's some other. Give me one and four. Two and three can go. You know, and there were some couple of Kotobushi matches on the G1 and everything like that that were amazing. But we're talking. Ishii. But the thing about New Japan Ooh, is Ishii, that Ishii it's not full. Yeah, it's not full. It's not full circle. New Japan is, and Kenny was fucking fire too. Yeah, they Holy killed. They beat the shit, shit out of each other. They all beat the shit out. of each other. That's the thing about New Japan. Yeah. You're, gonna, you're gonna see people beat the shit out of each other. Kenny and Bushi beat you know? the shit out of each other. Bro. But here's the thing about New Japan. It's not to me how I judge it. Is is it's full circle. You got to have the right in ring, which they had down pat. You're gonna see in New Japan. But the, the personalities, 
the um, and the storyline going into these matches. In New Japan, a lot of them are just matches. You know, very few are very big storylines. So, for me, it's Becky and Charlotte's storyline from how she was this this good friend, loyal friend who got kind of screwed when she's just getting her moment back. She went through hell. She's just getting her moment back. Gets screwed out, out by a friend, best friend to become champ. She could become champion, and she's just fed up. And they go, and she has this attitude, and they they have this encounter at um, Nine of Champions, and Becky wins the title finally, and finally overcomes through just not giving a fuck about her friend and not playing second fiddle. And then that builds to this last man standing match. At last woman standing match. See, I fucked up. Yeah, thank you for correcting me. A last woman standing match, and it's just about who's better. Our passion for uh, the past, what we had, our friendship, everything that's going going on, and they beat the crap out of each other. And it's, it, it, I think they transcended women wrestling on a certain aspect. What, what I, to me, I felt about that match. What I also felt about Sasha Banks Bailey at Takeover Brooklyn the first time. Um, First time, yeah. So that's kind of how I felt about this match, where it kind of transcended and took him to a new level. Uh, so that's why the TLC match it comes. To, I don't think it would have happened without that match. So yeah, that, so, I, I, and, and we get, I, we're I, still giving it to the woman, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I do understand that. I do feel like if if it if it wasn't if it wasn't for that match, then you know we wouldn't have the TLC match. But also, I I think that to be honest, like. Um, if if Charlotte doesn't kind of come back from popping her titty and taking that moment from Becky and morphing back into what she is, which is a heel, it kind of doesn't make the story either. You know what I mean? Because it then, like, they wanted Charlotte, like, ugh. They wanted Charlotte to come back and be mm-hmm. a baby face. Yeah. They wanted to turn Becky heel. Mm-hmm. Becky did turn heel, but turned baby face by turning heel. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's one <laughs> of the biggest riddles <laughs> in the world. Say that ten times. How does a baby face turn heel and stay baby face? Even super baby face. It's like even more baby face. I mean... Yeah, it was... So it, it just... So the story, the story of them, well, the story of them is is, is amazing, and also when we're talking about the story of Oscar coming full circle, yeah, from January to December, winning the opportunity to be champion, losing that opportunity at Mania, but then coming back, fighting your way back into a mm. championship match. They could have told that story a little bit better on TV and made it more, but I I, I hear you. I hear you cuz I know it, but do I know that other people know that? Cuz I I don't, you know, if you're if you're just watching it, like I don't know Millie would think that way unless I explained it to her or somebody who's watching it. So, I hear you, but that yeah, all in all the woman killed it this year. The woman Ooh, hats off to the woman. Speaking of hats being hats off to the woman, who's your breakout star? Cuz my breakout star is Ronda Rousey. No, she killed it this I year. I think my breakout star of this year that I absolutely fell in love with and can't wait to see 2019 is Bianca Belair. Really? That woman. I is, think she hasn't broken out yet. I think she's going to break out. Bro, she's you not, gotta be there. Okay. 
you gotta be there when she comes out, and we're like, oh, that's our new guy. Okay. That, that's, our, that's our, come hell or high water, baby face or heel, that's our new guy. I would say she's the best newcomer that's, she has the best projection. One of the best projections, because there's a couple people. But she has one of the best projections, Brian Belair. Especially here, because the women's division, because it's going to need somebody big. Mm-hmm. So Bianca Belair, absolutely. But Ronda Rousey, I didn't expect her to transition this well to WWE. Oh, I and did. she's the biggest name. And she's good in the ring. And she's had better matches every single time she's been in the ring. I knew it was going to be she, easy. I, yo, I mean, I, 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 when she made the... When she when when they when they I'm said that she was coming, I, I wasn't because for one, anybody like even us, anybody that's that passionate about this thing is going to get it. Mm-hmm. If we wanted to write and and format shows and get things in on time and 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 give details and stuff like that or be producers or even learn camera just to be around the product, we would do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we. We will we will put the hours in and dedicate ourselves to do it. Exactly. She's the same way. Yeah. And also, I think it's the easier transition when you're already quote unquote in the fight. Like, bro, Matt Riddle's a fucking natural. Yeah. He's gonna break out next year. Yo, he is going to be a natural. Well, he, he is a natural, but he like he's you know my I mean? top star for new for next year. He's my top breakout star for next year. Yeah, he. Yeah, so, my prediction. So I think though, I think those people, you know what I mean? Like I think people with amateur background or who have some type of combat, you know, jujitsu. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Like I think, and also I think the combination of her being a, a uber fan. Yeah, I think I I knew that she would just take. Now, as far as, I, and I knew that she was going to be, she was going to bring the name recognition, and I knew they wasn't going to bring Ronda on to, like, not hold the strap. But the thing about it is, like, I didn't know what transitioned so well, because I do think that, you know, mixed martial arts can translate to wrestling. When we've seen it with Steve Blackman and all that stuff, but it has to transition to the way that I see Ronda and Matt doing it. Like, this is something new. Like, the way they transition with their mixed martial arts is but who super else has done new. It though? Steve Blackman has done it. Um, we've Dan had Dan Severin, Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock. We've seen people do MMA, but they're they're doing MMA and it's attracting to the eye in a certain way that pops. Their MMA, their their mixed martial arts styles, they fuse it with wrestling. That's in a way that I've never seen. That is really dope, you know. So I really appreciate it. So that's why, yeah, I would say Ronda is the my breakout star for this year. Next year probably going to be Matt Riddle. So with that, um, yeah. But with that said, uh, wrestle of the year overall, wrestle of the year. Um, it will have to be probably AJ. Okay. And the only reason why I say is because I bring the the whole totality of it, like house shows. He's wrestled main events. He's held the strap for a long time. He sells a shit ton of merch. And he did it all while, like, man, against that. When you talk about that day of Brian's story of 15 years busting your ass and 
Like everybody who watched wrestling probably wanted to like wanted to wrestle for WWF. Yeah. You know what I mean? WWE to be in a WrestleMania, to to be in a Royal Rumble, to be at a SummerSlam. AJ's done all that. Yeah. And AJ's also won the most prestigious title that they have, and he held it for the fifth longest reign of all time, which yeah. we know is the combination prize. But what we what we also say is that when they give you that title, that's them trusting the car mm-hmm. with you. Yeah, he never he never made event to the pay per view like they had the last match, but that's a lot to overcome when you have Brock Lesnar, you have Ronda Rousey in the same year. It's hard to overcome when you have certain stars like Seth Rollins who might be on different. Uh, and, and they treat Raw a certain way. So I see where you're coming from with AJ, though. He's had great, great matches. He's been in. He's not. Has, he's barely been injured. And, he, and even when he's injured, he had the belt, and he still came out and, and advanced his programs. He's, uh, he, he's showed a little more character. You know, my house. Hey, Joe. That's my like, that it, it was, It's just going to be a thing now. Yeah. That, that he has... Evolved as his character when this child ran, I think than even the first time. So uh, yeah, props to AJ. Um, but my 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 wrestler of the year, is Charlotte, and I know I've been on her clip the entire yeah, show. My God, I know I've been on. I I hear the thing Jesus. though. Here's the show. Here, I mean, here's the thing though. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Think WrestleMania, about <laughs> amazing match. She's she's still over as a face and all that stuff. SummerSlam. Amazing match with Becky Lynch. And, uh, well, that was amazing. I was talking about the one actually after that. It was not a champion. Amazing match with Becky Lynch. Amazing match that transcends to me. Transcends women wrestling with the, the, the last one in standing match. And Evolution, the only match that really stood out that show. On a, and holding it down for women this year. On the show that's the first woman to review. Um... And through her energy pushing Becky Lynch to this new level, I think it's 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 Charlotte and and her and when she her turn her heel turn till now she's hitting it on all cylinders. Her she she's super on point right now. She's at a, she's performing. Everybody's talking about Becky Lynch right now because she's the hot new act and she's the one who's on fire right now. Mm. I think she's had one of the biggest years, but Charlotte. Low key, I mean, low key because of the hot fire flame that Becky is is doing amazing, incredible work right now. I mean, Charlotte has she's a professional. Uh, okay, um, I think honestly, sh- yes, we can say Char- but Russell of the Year. Yeah, I mean. You started her. You started her year off at Mania. AJ's year started off as champion at Rumble. It's Wrestling not. It's not about being no, 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 champion. Saying, it's about the performance. I'm, I'm, I mean the perform and her championship. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. AJ again, and I'm not pitting AJ and Charlotte against each other. But the reason AJ why, didn't have the standout program to me to make him Wrestler of the Year. He didn't have the standout program where I'm like. That AJ program was everything. But, you know? but I mean, also at the same time, you're being pretty at the moment because this Becky Charlotte program wasn't nothing until Becky made it. It wasn't Charlotte that made the program. Yeah, but I'm talking about overall year because I kept Becky didn't have the prior year until SummerSlam. She didn't have this year. Be- I'm talking about Charlotte overall year is the best wrestler. From January to now. And including NXT. Right now, she's been. 
from January to now, she's been the best wrestler. Most in the consistent company. wrestler in the company. Oh man, how how no? How did you all right, that all right, Styles? and that's like the, AJ, okay, AJ, and, and I'm not gonna argue with AJ too, because AJ is incredible. So I can see the argument for that too, but the, at, at the level she's performing, and I just think that she's 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 had the best year all around. All around, but I can see AJ too. Um, and but last before we get off the air, who do you think had the biggest year overall? Talking about like just, I mean, isn't the biggest year the best wrestler? Or no? I think the biggest year is a little bit different to me. It's like just who were um, people talking about the most? It could even be people who are outside of wrestling but in the wrestling circle. Um, the biggest come up, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Um, I would probably say the biggest. I would say the probably biggest year um, on a very minute level because it hasn't made its way to the like big boy stage, I guess, is Adam Cole. Okay. Um, that guy's fucking over, man. Christ almighty, that man's over. He's over. <laughs> fucking over. That's all I can say. The all biggest, right, I like, you. He's, he's over. Like, he's, he's okay. over... Like women who's our who, first character spotlight? He's like women who's never fucking watched wrestling. Loves him. His shirt sells out like a motherfucker. Men like, love him. Women love him. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, Adam Cole. Something like, that's that's endearing about that guy. Um, but my biggest year is going to Cody Rhodes. I think he's doing a lot with his AEW. His transition into the indies. He's kind of like become a um, a figurehead in of in the indie wrestling after leaving WWE. And he's not doing it in a way that's just WWE wrestler mindset. He's trying to look as his use his entrepreneurial spirit and create something on his own and branch out new waves and build something. So from where we, I never thought I would see Cody Rose being this proactive on the wrestling stage. Uh, I think I always saw him as a wrestler, and I thought he's going to go to the Indies and probably come back just like everybody else does. And then you know it's going to be that. But he's uh, trying to try new things. Even if he does go back to WWE one day, this attempt to create the, and this buzz he's created with the elite and capitalizing on that, that energy from the Bill Club and the elite to make his uh, star rise in a different way and then capitalize on it by using that energy and power to create something new, I think is super, super respectful, like um, admirable. So I'm going to say he's had the biggest year. Um, I, people can say Becky, uh, people can go with Rhonda, people can go with a lot of people, but, but uh, I would say low-key, I, mean, I think it's high-key, Cody's had the best year in wrestling for him on a different, in a different way. Um, I guess, yeah, you can say that. Yeah. Um, he just, when you talk about, when we say Charlotte was born from heel sperm, I mean, Cody was born from... Um, just the the Creative. envelope pusher, man. Like Dusty yeah. was an envelope pusher. Like he was just so, um, for what was um a very in the box genre. Yeah. Uh, Dusty was a a great out of the mind thinker. Um, and so for like you said, for having Cody to, I mean, he's also smart financially and. Yeah. Um, being able to have the finances to put behind an endeavor like this. Uh-huh. So when WWE hands out those letters, they better be careful. 
Yeah. Be careful when they say Pharrell, best cease and desist. No, oh, future, oh. like your future endeavors. Oh, okay, yeah. my future endeavors is very lucrative. Pharrell, <laughs> he he took it and you know he he like just to do all in alone, like to create that one show. Even if he doesn't do all he wrestling, and, and on his own with the Young Bucks. Come on, man! You created a whole show, gave people you. You paid people, yo. You created a jobs for people in wrestling business, made it interesting, got it sold out, got people to, you know, you figured the whole thing out and, and, and executed in a way that people were into it. Honestly, I from do, scratch. I do want to change. The best year in wrestling was Shout the Court Bauer, uh, MOW, BM Sports. They okay. had their first live um, show okay. live last Friday. Um, that, that company is, when you talk about doing something, uh, from the ground up, when you, when you mentioned okay. Cody and said that, it made me think of court. So shout out to court, shout out to MSL, um, shout out to the whole crew. You said creating jobs and yeah. stuff like that. Um, gave my first opportunity in the wrestling business. Yeah. Um, so I, I definitely appreciated that and definitely can come understand what you're saying as far as, um, the sacrifice and, and, and the strides made. Um and yeah, and, and I'm sorry if I'm leaving out the young bucks, but I'm I'm saying Cody because he's just been the figurehead of all this. Um, but yeah, yeah. With that said, it's been a great year, and we'll we'll be back with you guys next week. Uh, um, I'm sorry, guys. I, I'm sorry, Chris. I kept you all this time. No, I good. really want to do the superlative lifts. He th- he didn't really want to do it, but um, I thought it was necessary, you know, just to give our thoughts and put it on scratch, you know. Um, I mean, it was fun. It was good. But it's two hours of this show, and it's midnight, and I gotta go to work in the morning. That's true. And so do you, nigga. That's true. So, WWE, start paying us so we can fucking have some money or something. Or we get some merch. (laughs) (laughs) Since merch makes some money, right? Yes. Yes. Get us some... Nigga, we do need to sell merch. Yeah, we do. For sure, nigga. (laughs) And a Patreon. Oh, be on the lookout for a Patreon, too. Yeah. Um, But, no, New Year... New beginning for us. Um, thank you guys for listening. We Next week we're doing Black Year Wrestling. Just oh, Black. Black. Yeah, that might be our episode next week. <laughs> we're not not the whole episode, guys. So don't tune out because they're black. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Bye, motherfucker. This Peace is gonna out. be black and black. <laughs> Peace. Peace. <laughs>